slow news week. Slow news week. Totally no big happened this week. Not guys. much oh, going man. on. I have tons of time to talk about my air conditioner and grinding in 14. It's oh, just man, it's, oh, every once in a while. Nothing happened. There's nothing going on and you just got to fill for time. So it's usually in the summer, too, when it's just like, eh, no, nothing, going, no, nothing going on. There is zero to talk about. <laughs> you, <laughs> this is a good one. Um, I get it. Okay. You need a scientist to get that joke. A scientist. work in a lab. Mm. Yeah. You get it? Because scientists work in labs. Do you understand? The kind, yeah. the kind that research hydrochloroquine yeah what hydroxychloroquine okay <laughs> okay listen all right listen was, listen 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 I was, listen i was about i was about to say that we were heading into autumn yeah oh there you go play some games that's one of those things you can do listen man the gutex going off on on some crazy covid <laughs> shit is not you, you forgot that one on the dot you forgot that on the docket that was this week you forgot that on the docket Gutex going off on some crazy shit there is like that's not listen that's not game news okay that's not game news yeah. that's not what no, i that, would constitute that's, no. that's just some wacky internet shit news. that's a that's a man using no, his twitter here, um here hey hmm? hold on hmm. i would not call that game news i would call that twitch news sure sure yes as as, as the embodiment of pog champ more like now gop champ yeah <laughs> So stupid! Did you see? Did you see? So the, that's my, that's not uh, my joke. Full credit. Champ controversy. Uh, I did not. But like, listen, I was I, all I was going to well, say. Look, look, look in the chat. Uh, chat. If yeah. there are those who you were subscribed to my Twitch channel, you can use the new and improved Dog Champ that supports vaccines. Sure, sure, sure. There's that. There's that. Um, like I to me, I'm just saying. I'm like, this is this is not a like this is not a new a game news story. However. The the punchline that is went from POG to GOP real quick is fucking. I'm like, all right, it's pretty funny. That yeah. deserves a mention. It's pretty funny. Uh, also, uh, it, more more specifically, the fact that Gutex is crazy is not new. It's new to me, right? Uh, but he's been crazy going back at least a couple years. Uh, I saw buttons posting about it. And he was like, oh, yeah, look, here's the one where he says being poor is a mindset you just got to work out of. And it's like, oh, God. Listen, man, when you oh, see God. the future, it kind of unmakes you a little bit. Okay? You can't come back from seeing the future and be unchanged. So yeah. this is... become future blank. Yeah. And, and, and really, you're just covering the eyes that have seen the worst of everything. And it, it, it again, it changes you. So, uh, you know, anyway... Um, I legit thought that was like th- months ago. We're, we are in a time chamber, man. Like time is it's fluid. It's a it's a it's a construct. It's merely a suggestion. It is what it is. Um, yeah, life comes at you fast, and uh, yeah, Broski FGC. That's the credit for that joke. I wanted to make sure. Um, <laughs> it's been a week there's a lot happening there's been no other controversy 
at all the fgc this week hey not a single one can we just like quickly get through our irrelevant shit so that we can talk about yeah let's let's the storm we that we're is talking the story right before and i'm like there's he's like there's a lot of news i'm like well my week sucks does your week sucks and he's like yeah okay so he, who wants to hear about my week I had a lot of people in my house to look at my house because my house was hot and I was sweaty and I was throwing a tantrum because my air conditioner was broken. Then the AC man came in and was like, oh, I've got to do the drain. Weird. I'm like, I don't know what that means. And he comes up to my fuse box and he's like, I got to do your fuse. I'm like, I don't know what that means. But then he did it all. Now the house is cold and I'm very happy. I also got a foundation guy to take a look at the leak. And then he looked at the thing and went, ah, oh, and then he went outside and looked at the thing and was like, ah, oh, that's not so bad. Sounds like being a homeowner is exactly what being a homeowner sounds like. Paige, you know what? This oh, is I'm really cool. great. I'm sorry. This is up. really I great. Fucked I fucked up. And now it's, now it's on you. Yeah, it sure is. Yeah, now it's on you. I'm so sorry, dear. Oh, boy. I'm sorry. That's great. We got, <laughs> are we looking at debut dog piss? On, on the podcast? I have been peed on just now. Fuck yeah. Can I please have a paper towel? Yes, dear. Just give me a I much prefer... I much yeah, it's the dog. It's not a human. I prefer, I prefer this type of passive interruption, quite frankly. This is, uh, this is, what what? This is no. how it works. You know? Don't so even don't I th- even I th- don't even give the updates. I, just occasionally get shat on, and and so this this is going to have like a huge backstory to it that was going to be avoided right up until I got peed on. So I took the dog today around uh, eleven thirty so that Paige could go get her nails did, and then I'm like, make sure you're back before the podcast because I have you know the dog. And then she's like, idiot, it doesn't take two hours to do nails. So she came back in after the start of the podcast, waking the dog up, and dog wake up and pee. So thank you, darling. Thank you for the pee. I appreciate my live pee service. It really, can I get something to wash my hands with, too? I got pee on my hands now. Wow. Truly. Why are you rolling your eyes at me? You basically threw a jar of pee at me live. Do you? Because, okay, I was going to be quiet because it's the podcast. Yeah. I'm quiet. Okay. No. Okay. Do you want to do this in front? Do you want to do Yeah, let's do it. What? Why you throw the pee at me? I didn't throw the pee. I'm sorry. You threw the pee. I'm sorry. Do you want hand sanitizer? Yeah, give me anything. I have pee on my thumb. (laughs) (laughs) This is my life now, Wolves. Well, you know, this week. Thank you. This week I played a a, a game uh, called yeah, Umineko Golden Fantasia, but it looks like your life oh, is the real Golden Fantasia. It is the real Golden Fantasia. Thank you. You have to watch these after. Yeah. Okay. I'm sorry. Don't hey, don't worry about it. Just just I I the, I will now every time. So this is see I don't know if this works like like this with you wolves, but I don't I this does not upset me. Because what this means is that the next time I'm like, make sure to be there on time. I get to go, and they're like, oh, of course, of course, I'll be there on time. No, it really wasn't. Ever See, the, the, yellow content. And you know I can't. Paige, uh, but Paige, you you uh, smarmily was like, oh, duh, of course. It's so stupid that you, you asked really me, but. Oh, that, 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 
pee <laughs> on my leg. Can I just say? <laughs> can I just say? <laughs> yeah. If I may. That yeah, have, have, go, uh, go discussion of bodily fluids is one thing. Yeah, but, but now bodily actual, fluids have entered the podcast. Actual spawn, actual spawning of fluids is an, is yeah. another step. I wasn't quite ready for. No, you sit there's no pee that I'm sitting in that hasn't already soaked into my body. So anyway, um, earlier this week, uh, Punch Mom finally finished Persona Four: The Golden. Oh, gra- incredible. How perfectly timed. So there's that. How how gold was it? Well, not asparagus smelling gold, but, uh, you know, um, it, was, it was pretty good. Anyway, uh, how about I just... Should I just... Yeah, why don't you take the week? Okay, well, listen. Um, it wasn't that busy, but... There was there was a couple of things that occurred. Um, for one, there was uh, yeah, and I guess there's a there's a bit of an overlap here. But I played the Fall Guys for the first time, and um, uh-huh. I thought that okay, all right. The level of you know what? Never mind. Let's swerve. How about this? I watched a show called The Boys, and that is uh, based on a comic book. <laughs> And it's uh, based on the Garth Ennis comic book. Can you book. excuse me a second? No problem. Do what you gotta do. This is... Wow. He's eating the garbage water. Okay. Garbage um, Should we try this later? What are we doing? We need a no, minute? No, we can try it now. Do we need 5, 10, 15, 20? I, I do not need 5 minutes. No, thank you. Okay. Okay, so, uh, yes. So you saw the boys? I saw the boys, and, uh, of course, that was part of the uh, sponsorship to do commentary for the Mortal Kombat 11 Somebody's versus Nobody's tournament. And um, Wait, really? Yes, it's uh, the tournament. How does that work exactly? The MK11 tournament is sponsored by the boys, season two. And the whole premise of the tournament was um, a 128-man bracket eventually goes down to top eight. And then the top eight mm-hmm. get into a kumite with Sonic Fox. So okay. all eight have to fight Sonic Fox, and then they get a prize. They get a thousand dollars for getting into top eight, and then they get an extra two fifty if they can beat Sonic Fox. And the, so how they do? Uh, well, that didn't happen yet. So that happens tomorrow. Yesterday oh, was just okay. deciding the top eight. And uh, the, the 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 premise of that of that is basically because the boys is uh, about. It's a comic like I read back in college, and then it's it's gotten adapted into a into a series now. And the the idea is, yo, what if superheroes were real, right? But what the problem is that people are fucking dicks and assholes, and celebrities especially can be humongous pieces of shit. Yeah, well, what if what if Superman was a real person that had infinite power and no responsibility? Exactly. So they're garbage. Piece of shit. Exactly. So you have your Justice League of complete scum. Uh, who have giant social media followings, and anytime they do something fucked up, uh, there's a massive uh, corporate cover-up to make sure that they don't damage the brand. Um, yeah, I believe like the 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 fucking st- the catalyzing event is yes. that their equivalent of the Flash just like runs through a lady and just explodes her. Exactly. So the first pages of the comic and the first moments of the show are literally there's a couple just having just hanging out, and um, they're yeah they're speedster just runs through a person and then they're like, yeah, well, you know, it happens. 
anyway and then the dude's just like what what the what the fuck but my girl she she's missed now you know and um so it's one of those things and then you got to take the story from there obviously a bunch of people are not happy with uh your your superhero uh league and i think it's interesting because it took um this long to adapt into a show while the comic was around like some 18 years ago or so uh maybe even oh i thought it was like new no i read this in college I read the comic oh. like a, right around the time I met you back in those days, you know, and uh, I remember that at the time everyone was kind of aware. It, comic readers obviously were very well aware of what caped superheroes were, so the sort of like uh, parody and takedown of that was, you know, like a a um, it was it was it was understand it was understood by its audience at the time, but I think the timing okay, of so this predates something like Injustice by decades. Of course, yeah, and and okay. so now that we're in a post MCU world, there's a like literally the first couple seconds you see like a parody Marvel MCU kind of intro, um, and it kind of has the same kind of music swelling theme playing, and you're like, okay, mm-hmm. now that everybody has seen MCU movies, they get this joke, you know, uh. It was basically a, 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 that's weird. Yeah. It, it was one of those things where like that show would not have landed as well if the MCU hadn't come and gone and become such a big thing. So the timing of it now makes a lot of sense because you don't have to explain like a lot of these characters or what the deal is and whatnot. Like obviously oh, that's the fast one. Yeah. That's there's the fish man. There's the wonder woman. There's your fish man. Exactly. Um, and for the most part, uh, it it uh, from what i remember they do a pretty a pretty good job adapting it and kind of you know staying true to the 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 tone and what's going on keep in mind of course this is garth ennis so uh it's edgy and it's unquestionably uh-huh. edgy it's unapologetically edgy and it and it, it yeah, i've seen some edgy clips yeah it goes edge show. it definitely goes edge and the books went edge and if anything i would say the show kind of takes a couple of moments and like almost de-edges them a little bit really um by uh, in some cases like i remember uh there's an- another like first issue kind of moment is hey new girl welcome to the the justice league equivalent right welcome to the seven um <laughs> Yeah, let me show you the ropes around here. All right, check it out. This is the cool room. This is where all the heroes are. Now I'm going to drop my pants and you're going to, you know, show me how much you want to be a part of the Justice League, essentially. Right. And then it just. That would be one of the edgy clips that I saw. So, and it just kind of cuts from there with a big old, what the fuck is happening, right? And -hmm. like the show would then, instead of cutting right there, has a bit of a moment afterwards of the uh of the the new girl in question being like are you fucking crazy i'll kill you and then like getting and then and adding a bit of a reaction to it so it it just kind of instead of cutting away from that moment directly there is more of a like a a a resistance and build up to what it is in a way so it kind of like adds that to the scene um Mm -hmm. And there's other things where I feel like, again, I don't remember specific instances because it's been so long, but like, I feel like, um, it generally, generally does a pretty, a pretty good job, you know, again, keeping to the, 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 the 
events that unfold. The Superman equivalent, of course, uh, which, you know, this is, I feel like the Superman equivalent is, is, uh, he's, um, Homelander is the Superman you mm-hmm. have in your head. No, it's not the Superman that I have in my head. It's, it's actually, it's the one thing that I liked about Batman, Bat, Batman, Batman versus Superman, which is, it's not the Superman that I think there is, but it is the Superman that could be. It's definitely if that. Felt like it. Mm-hmm. 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 If he just felt like it, and that actually kind of comes up in a way where there's like a bit of an uh, there's a bit of uh, you know a part of this where they're like okay for those who are aware how humongously insane uh, these assholes are, um, what do you feel about it? And it's like well there are those who are like no no keep, cover it up keep the public happy, and then there are those who are like if this person gets upset and turns on us, what the fuck are we supposed to do about it? So yeah, he can he can he can take us all out. Shut up and st- keep him happy, you know. Uh, so you kind of have that discussion occurring as well. Um, uh, yeah, I think uh, I think um, it's pretty pretty solid. Eight episodes, an hour each. Uh, pretty quick binge, all in all. And uh, you say an hour is it a real hour? Or is it like a forty-two minute? A real hour. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah, fifty-four, fifty-five, fifty-six in some cases. Sometimes a little bit over. Um, there was one that was definitely like 105, but, um, anyway, uh, yeah, it, it ended up being, it ended up being a yeah, pretty, pretty solid, uh, opening season and it went past, I didn't finish the comic series. I, I read the first, uh, I want to say a couple volumes or, or issues I, I did again over 20 years ago, but I, I definitely watched past the point that I read to. Um, and something I thought was pretty interesting is the original character in the comics was, um, basically a Simon Pegg stand-in. It was just like, yo, we drew Simon Pegg as the main guy, and he's the dude whose uh, girlfriend gets popped, you know? And, um, the, with the, and obviously since this is so many years later, uh, Simon Pegg can't possibly do this job or this role. He's way too old now. But he is cast in the show as the main character's dad. So that was a nice little like homage to what was intended. I kind of thought that was great. It was like, hey, they still got him in there, but he's just too he's way too aged you know, up. It, it, it reminds me I have, of I have Sam Jackson complaining about Django. Okay. About the fact that he could remember do you ever, he's too old to be Django? Yeah, he, he he talked in an interview about how Tarantino was like, you got to be in my movie. And he's like, man, if this movie had been made 15 years ago, I would have been fucking Django. But instead, I got to play this fucking, like, complicit, like, slave master asshole. He, was, he seemed, like, really, like, genuinely bitter that he had gotten old. So what it reminds me of, an, uh, another version of that, is Donald Glover in Spider-Man. Like, Miles Morales looks like Donald Glover in his first appearances, and everyone's like, oh shit, are we doing this? And it's like, nah, he's too old now. We've waited too long. But... Just slightly too old. But he can be the uncle in um, Homecoming, you know? So he gets in there in a, like, referential way, but he's still attached to it, because obviously the intended casting is just... It was meant for the time that it was made. And now that this took a while to happen, the person's aged out of the role, you know? Um, but that's still a cool aspect to it. And, um, yeah. All in all, like, 
You know, it was one of those things where I'm like, okay, I'll take like this. This uh, the the whole deal. The deal is to promote the second season. Is that's what the sponsorship is about? But I'm like, yeah, this is a comic I remember enjoying. So like, let me check this adapt adaptation out. I heard good things about it, and I was like, yeah, okay, good job. You know, um, definitely want to see where season two goes. And it's you know, it's got its moments. It's got its stuff where it's like, uh, like we're like again, the edginess also involves like we're taking the piss out of the, the the justice league and just in some cases we're taking the 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 like sometimes it's taking the piss out of them and sometimes it's dropping trow and just dumping all over <laughs> what they're supposed to be um and i can appreciate that the uh the aquaman slash namor equivalent the water boy in this show just is just a punching bag. Like it is. What's his name? The Deep. He is basically so he's the guy that drops his pants in the first in the first part, the first couple, uh, the first episode, and just spends the rest of the season just eating oh, wow, this guy shit. Looks like an asshole. <laughs> and they're like, "Yep, that's what we're gonna do." We're just going to make him eat shit for the rest of this. You know? Um, yeah. I think uh, 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 the way I described it during commentary was there are some actions that are so unsafe on block that they take seven and a half hours to recover from. <laughs> and this would be one okay. of them. Because that's that's exactly eight episodes there. Um, but yeah, uh, that's, that's the boys. Check it out. You know? Um... Uh, not much else to say without obviously spoiler territory, but it's an old ass story, um, mm-hmm. and I and I and I, I want to go flip through the comics again just a little bit to remind myself what was going on. But are the comics done? Yeah, years ago for sure. Okay, um, and in some cases, like There's no no grim situation here. No, I don't think so. But I didn't. I, I think I'm pretty sure they're, they're they finished off. Um, and the guy who plays Billy Butcher, the the other secondary protagonist, is. Uh, way better i'd say way better cast in the show than in the original comic as a square jaw uh buff dude but uh yeah that's the boys um beyond that mk11 commentary had a good time me and reggie just sat down watched as uh that 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 happened yesterday and catching up on that game it's pretty cool man that's a game where like they're like yo we're not i think ed boone said we're not even close to done with content for this game really yeah so Straight up, they're like, oh, see, haven't they done like three seasons? Three seasons. Aftermath happened. They brought out RoboCop. They brought out Spawn. They brought out uh, Shang Tsung and uh, Jesus uh, Christ. Just you know, uh, 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 um, Shiva and uh, Joker. You know, lots and lots of stuff. And uh, yeah, they're like, yeah, we're not. They're, they're, there's, there's more coming apparently. So cool. They got a good thing going. You know, I say, why not? By all means. Let the people who are enjoying it enjoy it. And it's also a healthy quarantine game because, yo, it's got rollback, so the net play is good. People have been playing fine together, and uh, that's one of those games where the community is, is, is it's happy, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, MK is cool. I wish I liked that game better because the, the support behind it has been incredible. Yeah, I, 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 I know what you mean. I... I I learned to love it based on the characters that I dig, you know, uh, uh, Kotal, um, 
uh, Noob Cybot and uh, Gyrus, I think, are, are pretty rad. And I'm like, yeah, let's uh, let's spend some time with is them. Gyrus the time guy? Gyrus is uh, time Michael Clark Duncan. Okay. Um, you know, and then uh, Joker's in there and he's got uh, he's got a move where he lunges at you with a crowbar and it's called Bird Boy uh-huh. Beatdown. Okay. <laughs> so they're having fun with it. They're having fun with it. Uh, anyway, beyond that, I also played The Fall Guys for the first time this week. Oh, that was your first time. That was my first time touching the game. How do you like that? I thought it was pretty fun, and I think it makes sense why this game is blowing up. I think it's going to be, mm-hmm. um, it's going to be here, and the length of its stay is determined entirely by how often they drop new shit into the game. Yeah, that's. I think that's what I said last week or the week before. It's just like you play it for like five hours. You're like, I've seen every map multiple times. I need ten more. Yeah, I need ten more right now. Yeah. Um, and I feel like the, the fact that everyone is similarly, like, gimped in their ability to move and, it feels like the characters you're playing in the Fall Guys can barely stand up to begin with. It feels like you're, yeah, they're, they're uh, it feels weird. like you're a toddler taking their first steps for the whole game. That's how I feel like the way they're running is just toddler about to fall, but not falling. Yeah, the way that the way that uh, they tip over with even the slightest nudge, nothing or uh, incline, mm-hmm. and then there's the fact that um, it's also a game that's made to just fuck you over on luck. So, like, skill will let you do some sick things, like use the spinning uh, clock hands to knock yourself way further ahead. Use crazy physics to do amazing things, and I've seen some clips of that on Twitter, but. You are definitely not meant to uh, overcome the overall luck factor, you know. Yeah, it's it's like you look at a map like seesaws, and depending on who's in front of you at what rate, like you just can't move forward at all mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. if they're all on the other side. I think uh, one of the most exemplary moments was uh, having a, a a run where I started on the front line, so I'm like, okay. Mm-hmm. And I ran through the doors. It was the teeth doors. Mm-hmm. And I, I got the right door every single time except oh, for the second great. to last one. And then when that happens and the true door is the furthest on the other end, it's like you make it over there. Watch everyone go past. And the funnel just knocks you over like eight times. And you're just like, yeah, that's 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 right. That's what's supposed to happen. That is the correct. The has gotten me the most times is the one with the um the fake platforms and the real platforms yep where i almost invariably somebody knocks me over with like two squares to go totally and then it's just like oh but here's the question i did love i did love the 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 creation of uh one woolly john's madden indeed uh, as a term indeed i think that is a hilarious term well the fun so ball guys is the saltiest shit in the world it is but the 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 funny part about woolly john's madden is that john's imply an excuse as to why you lost whereas Mm -hmm. i'm saying that i am i'm saying i should be losing for a while until i figure this shit out like i'm i'm taking it as we should all be losing to people who know better 
and how to and, and know how to play properly because it's the first time I'm touching the game, you know. So that's uh, each time. So like learning about the game, like I remember that. So that one you just described, for example, it was like, okay, mm-hmm. so you run over the the platforms and you're like, okay, we can either play this two ways. We can just try to take our guesses or we can follow the others, right? And it's like, okay, following the others helps. But there's a certain point where you're like, but you can't just wait the whole time. I was like, you can, but if no one's taking the chances, they're not, they're, they're, you know, you have a little bit of a, should I take the next step or should I just wait for someone else to do it? And I ended up on a game where we were all like two blocks away from the finish, but no one wanted to take a leap of faith. So it was just yeah. a weird bumble of everybody standing together. And now we're just getting pushed off of the single tile in a way, you know, and I was like, oh, the worst. yeah. And I'm like, okay, eventually someone's going to get bullied into trying out the next tile, you know, but, um, yeah, it was, uh, if you, if you ever get like one tile away, then you can, uh, you can leap it, mm-hmm. but not two, only one. No. Yeah. So that's what it was, you know? So yeah, I'm just looking at this as like, okay, like you get hit with that fan, you get rocked, you you time the timing it takes to run back up to try it again, you're gonna get rocked forever, as you must have witnessed. Yes. <laughs> I I've witnessed Oh, I've witnessed there's the amber clip where she's trying the doors, there's the page clip where yep. with the windmills. Yep. Uh I personally have gotten on windmills ping ponged between the different Goddamn, uh, like not the not the windmills themselves, mm-hmm. but the floor spinners. I guess you would call them. Mm-hmm. I don't like the long bars that float around. Yeah, you can ha- get knocked off one into another, back to the original, and back and forth. So, um, yeah, that type of shit is ridiculous. Of course, we talked about the falling all the way to the bottom, and then just in the final like a uh, platforms one falling all the way to the hexagons that are like on the last layer and clearing that out while everybody fights above, you know? Um, yeah, there, 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 I was talking to plague about that and, uh, he basically explained to me that there's two ways to win that either do the top all the way down as best you can, or do the bottom as fast as you can mm-hmm. and just hope that everybody else fucks up at a speed that makes you win. But, um, but yeah, I see it as like like coming into it, especially with like Reggie and Min sitting there, just like uh, we were talking about the 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 expectation of jumping into like anything like this with a pseudo battle royale system and and expecting to win, and like was like that shouldn't even remotely be in your brain, like that that's not like you can maybe trip no survive you, that, that that's why elimination is is the criteria and not victory. Mm. I think um, the tail-grabbing ones are my fucking nightmare. Those are the bane of my existence. Um, I feel like both versions of that are just like... Uh, I just, I, I'm having a hard time clicking with it. Um, and the... Uh, what was the other one I saw? Uh, there was the Jump Through the Hoops one. I thought that was pretty sick. Jump Through the Hoops is fun. Yeah, Hoops is really good. It's probably the best of the team games. Because most of the teen games just seem awful. Mm. But um, but you definitely... The, the one with the eggs is just the shittiest ever. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The egg blockers. That seemed yeah. pretty... Yeah. There was also... I watched the game of, like, the soccer balls. But not soccer, but push your track. Put your, push your ball down yeah. a track. And then at the end, you can just go hold other people's ball from going in. Um, but you know, uh, all that to say though, like you got to go through these and kind of figure out what's happening 
and then eventually discover like what you can and cannot do before you even stand a chance at outlasting i think you know so uh like someone just shouted that you can totally jump two blocks which i'm like oh fuck news to me the perfect example of not knowing something and unless that yeah, person's I, wrong I now i want to go try that now i want to go test it you know so this is exactly what I mean is like that's knowledge that allows you to win more often, increases your chances. Fuck you. Like ha- like you have not having that initially is going to be a lot harder than if you do have that piece of information, you know? There's a uh, there's paths during windmills that you can walk where the windmills can't hit you. Perfect. Uh yeah. Like uh you know the you know the middle uh you know with the super fast windmill? Mhm. Uh, so if you if you go on the like the far left edge so that your left foot is like kind of off the the platform, mm-hmm. it, even if the windmill hits you, it will hit you straight down. Oh, uh, okay, nice. Instead of, instead of to the right. Yeah, yeah. I saw there was one where you had to snake up a platform and like the person in the clip was like jumping up instead of like fully doing the the turns. Oh, the slime climb. Yeah, that one's really crazy. They were doing they were jumping up the platforms instead of snaking you know and just yeah i'm like okay okay so there's way there's ways you know but um yeah shout out to this game for coming out and knowing knowing right away that it's going to be popular and so they have a battle pass system in place and a rotating store because it's like that's the type of shit you put in when you have a lot of people playing your game but they obviously Mm -hmm. the server crashes indicate that they were not capable of handling the amount of people that they got on it well that and the fake ass names that everybody has now that too as well um i gotta super use the bathroom um okay you want to mumble for a little bit and i'll uh, i can still I'll mumble you. for a little bit okay okay hey guys what's up welcome to my mumble cast i think we should kill superman i think i should get a big gun and shoot superman until he is dead that works for me uh what the hell I go on? I'm playing for what the fuck did I did I play anything of note this week? I can't even. I'm at the point in my life where I look. I have to go look at my fucking VOD schedule in order to see what the hell I was doing. Went through RE7 again. RE7 is fucking great. Shocker. Uh, I'm gonna be playing fucking Control this week. I'm not gonna be playing Heart of Demos. I don't. I don't really care about Heart of Demos at all. But I'm. Uh, I'm gonna go back to Control for Foundation and uh, Awe. And all I can think of is how I didn't play uh, Alan Wake's American Nightmare and how I totally should have played Alan Wake's American Nightmare. I, you know, people of people are, you know, audio listeners, uh, people in the chat are screaming at me for Mortal Shell. I think that game looks terrible. Like maybe I'm crazy. Let's go look at Mortal Shell. Let's go. Let's go look at a video of Mortal Shell. I'm just gonna go look at it. Eh. I don't know. I don't know. I don't get it. Aside from that, it's nice being in a cold house again. Does oh, God. um. Doesn't that story all connect in a linear fashion? What story? Um, Control, Alan Wake. Oh yeah, it goes DLC. Alan Wake, Alan Wake's American Nightmare. Uh, Control, Control DLC, Control DLC. Yeah, okay. Because you find uh, you find out that in Control that you play Control. Right? Uh, I I started it, but like yeah, the obviously okay. it's uh, Alan Wake's thing is is a, is an object of power. Yeah, it's just straight up, and that the the there is a uh, um, they're called AWEs, Altered World Events, mm-hmm. and there was a big ass Altered World event 
down in uh, whatever town he was in mm-hmm. that was yeah it was it was thrown in on, like one of the early logs touch it t- talks about that yeah so mm-hmm. don't worry about spoilers guys oh yeah it's there was crazy. a really bad one with some writer out there oh it was crazy it's a pretty early thing I'm kind of shocked they didn't do the one they didn't like rope quantum break in there but then I'm like they probably couldn't well probably like a bizarre ownership thing with that i feel like the right thing to do would be to hint at it without a direct connection because of legal yeah don't fuck yourself over by drawing a link you cannot actually expound upon Mm -hmm. so uh anyway so yeah right weeks whatever yeah whatever who cares if you want to check out my stream, go down to twitch.tv slash patstaresat. I'm streaming Control and uh, some more Resident Evil this week. If you want to check out uh, crazy. what we've got going on, uh, Wooly Versus. You got Wooly Versus on YouTube and Wooly Versus on Twitch. Um, going to be continuing with Mario Thousand Year Door. Going to be playing um, something on Get Into Fighting Games. I'm still deciding, but I have uh, I have at least some ideas set up. Fightcade is definitely a thing that I got going that we can do. Plus, um, our last uh, two fighting games, we played Umineko and um, Breaker's Revenge. We were able to successfully play through Parsec. So uh, anybody with a controller can just connect and play against us in fighting games, even if you don't own the game. Um, So that's a pretty cool situation. I'm glad it works out. So we're going to be we're going to be continuing that. Uh, for the foreseeable future whenever there's a game that like could use parsec to benefit from the setup also at the end of the mortal Kombat stream just in case anybody uh, was confused as to what was uh, what i was talking about i think because this was sponsored there was a list of priority like people that were going to get like promoted twitch wise and Mm -hmm. i had no idea but I think by this is always the case. being a rebroadcaster, uh, once the official Evil Geniuses stream went down, uh, they kind of went, yo, let's put Wooly Versus's stream on the front page. I've never been on the front page, so that's nice. Very, very Congratulations, honored for that to happen. Oh, yeah, you know, hey, it's a big honor. Really glad that went down. Um, and what better way, what better way than for that to happen while my stream is ending and we are cl- closing out with my obnoxiously long outro, which has only grown How in long length. Is it, now? it is now probably eight minutes. Oh, that's good. I like that. I would have to guess maybe longer, but that's where I think it is. And as they drop this on the front page, a good old heaping of Bible black, uh, followed by some boo. <laughs> and That's good. Um and everything, including Namco X Capcom, uh all of it just pushed for the world to see. Uh I, you know? Uh all of it. All of it. And uh I think people left shortly after that. Oh yeah. <laughs> they mm-hmm. didn't hang around for the for the you know the programming and uh then eventually hey we went offline and uh, twitch switched over to someone else but this is what happens you join you put my channel on the fucking front page and you get what you deserve and 10,000 mm-hmm. people uh were forced to see bible black that night so we did it 
if I were to ever be front page, I would likely like not even be on camera and be like in the kitchen crying about something. Yeah. No, that's this is what I'm saying. Like I wouldn't that's not true. I would have it every other way. But yeah. But that's yeah. not the world we live in. We live in a world where this is how it has to happen to me and this is my life. So this is how I'm going to take it. 10 out of 10, you know? <sighs> anyway, um, that's Wooly Versus on Twitch, so enjoy. All right, listen. So, so news then. Hey, it's news time. Wait, let's just get the sponsors done too, actually. Since oh, we, we got to do that too. Yeah, because yeah, hey. we did some fast weeks. Our, our beloved sponsors. Absolutely. So this week, shout outs to our sponsor, Raycon. Raycon. Hooking everybody up with the wireless earbuds they need. Raycon, good. Wires, bad. That's it. Wires go away. No more wires. Get out of my face, wires. You ever wake up and then you're just covered in wires? Yes. It's terrible. What the fuck? It's like the Matrix. It's really just awful. That world needs to go away. Wires need to stop. And then you, like, you try to live your life. You try to, like open your fridge but then wires are holding the fridge shut and then they're wrapped around your feet and you're like what the fuck is this right enough enough of this world raycon they they make wireless earbuds and they're pretty high quality you should be checking them out live a wireless free life bluetooth that's the way to do it guys so the thing about these wireless earbuds, of course, is that the Raycon earbuds, they start at half the price of other premium wireless earbuds on the market. They sound just as amazing as other top audio brands, you know. And the Everyday E25 earbuds, the newest model, are their best ones yet. Six hours of playtime, seamless Bluetooth pairing, more bass, compact design, and a nice noise-isolating fit. I've seen, actually, lots of people... um over the last couple months being like, yo, these are pretty good. Thanks for the recommend. And I'm like, that's great. You help out the podcast. There, I see people listening to this podcast right now with Raycon. There you go. You know, it's uh, it's uh, you help out the podcast and it's a sponsor that has a good product that works. And I'm like, that's that's good. That's what you want to see. You know, when it all comes together. Um, never mind the fact that, you know, we're going to be uh, uh, letting you know about the quality of these earbuds or the fact that this company was made by celebrities like Ray J and Snoop Dogg and Cardi B of WAP fame. Now you can listen to WAP in your in your uh, your everyday E25 earbuds. In the comfort of your own ears. That's correct. Wireless. Wireless ass. You know what? Podcasts. That's what we yeah, do. Yeah, there it is. Wireless ass Wireless podcast. Ass podcast. That's there what we're doing today. So we did it. I'm, you did I'm, it. Actually, I didn't help in that at all. I'm a fan of that, and uh, you too can can get in on the action. How you ask? It's really simple. Now's the time. You get the latest and greatest from Raycon. You can get 15 percent off your order at buyraycon.com slash superbeast. That's buyraycon dot com slash super beast for 15 percent off your raycon wireless earbuds once again buy raycon.com slash super beast thanks raycon thank you raycon 
podcast is also sponsored by Manscaped. And if I have to tell you, I don't know what else I can say, but your balls are awful. They're pretty bad. Right now, I promise you they're bad. Yeah. You don't have to you don't have they to They may or may not have pee on them from you or other sources. You don't have to get a second opinion on this. They're not great. They don't have to be. But if you want to step it up, I suggest you get manscaped in your life. Shave those balls with the Manscaped Lawnmower 3.0. I love premium electric trimmer. It gives you that boost. It gives you that right feeling. And, uh, you know, you take care of the, the, the jungle that needs to be cut through. A league players. You'll get more points if you jungle your balls. Jungle your balls. And by jungling, I mean, you know, clean them up. Because they're current. Clean them up. Clean them up. They're the jungling. Make sure there are no ads around the ball jungle. Because jungling is the act of going into an existing jungle and cleaning it up, right? That's right, yes. Yes, okay, good. Making sure that we're on the same page here. Um, Don't feed your jungling. Are your, are your, are your balls top and fed? Uh, um, that's, the op- sure. that's the opposite of... of... No, it's not... Op- it's, okay, it's a different lane. We've gone to different places here. I don't know what's going on. But what I do know is that the Lawnmower 3.0 is waterproof, has an LED light so you can manscape in the shower, even if you're taking a dark shower. Remember those? What do you mean remember? Okay, so dark showers can now be... Continue. Uh, uh, ...improved with uh, the LED light on your manscaped Lawnmower 3.0. It's great. They got the Shears 2.0. It's a four-piece nail kit. Lots of uh, luxury tools there. Tweezers, round-point scissors, fingernail clippers, all of it. And, uh, of course, the Crop Reviver and Testy Toner. That's like a cologne for your balls. And listen, listen, I'm going to personally testify and say that the Crop Preserver does its job. It's pretty good. All in all, I'm satisfied with the preservation of my crop. I suggest you get your pro- your crop preserved too, and revived mm-hmm. with ball deodorant. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, listeners of this show can get twenty percent off plus free shipping with the code SuperBeast at Manscaped.com. That's twenty percent off with free shipping at Manscaped.com, and use code SuperBeast. You know, do it, do it, get yourself taken care of, and uh, smell good. I have I have testimonials as to the the <laughs> the crop preserver doing its job. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> we can get some live testimonials on is, the is air. The, is the best testimonial just less bad? Yeah. Yeah, that's that. You know? So Anyway, testimonials, huh? Oh, shut up. Shut up. Oh my god. Yeah. That's the best. Uh This week, the podcast is also sponsored by Babbel. 
language learning. You want to do it. You've always, you've always envisioned what life would be like if you could walk up to somebody in another language and just be like, yo, I know exactly what you're saying. What's up? And then they all look at you and they go, oh my God. Who it's taught quite you? possible that I'd be able to find more people to help me kill Superman. Well, there's that. There's that. I'm limited. But um, all in all, there's some YouTube videos out there where people are shocking the world with their ability to speak languages uh, and, you know, that, that you wouldn't assume that they speak. And uh, it's a pretty cool reaction, you know, to watch uh, an old lady kind of be like, what? Wow, your pronunciation is amazing. How'd you, how'd you do that? How'd you do that? You know, those are some fun vids. Um, one of the ways you can do this is with Babbel. Learning a language, uh, simple and easy, with a, a language uh, uh, skill course that you can take to learn real-world conversations and get everyday practical words, st- phrases, and statements that you'll actually use. There's daily lessons, 10 to 15 minutes, and uh, they start teaching you words and phrases, and then they gradually get more complex. So soon you're practicing short conversations, and what better way? to get into a language than to have conversational uh, uh, lessons. So there's over a hundred language experts powering each lesson. And uh, yeah, it's a, it been, they've been proven scientifically effective across multiple studies. They've got speech recognition tech to uh, improve your pronunciation and accent. So with Babel, you can choose uh, 14 between from 14 different languages, including Spanish, French, Italian, and German. And uh, it's available as an app or online, so your progress will be synced across all devices. So right now, when you purchase a free month, uh, excuse me, right now when you purchase a three-month subscription, uh, Babbel will give our listeners three additional months for free with promo code CASTLE. That's three additional months free if you go to babbel.com and use promo code CASTLE for your three-month three-month subscription. Uh, B-A-B-B-E-L dot com promo code CASTLE. Thank you. Thank you, Babel. Okay, so... So what's what's new in the world this week? Nothing, right? Well, what we said. I mean, guns blazing. Um, in particular, peacock guns. Pew, pew, pew. Uh, oh, I get it. Yeah, hey, so... Um, Dude, like the Mike Z the situation, launch party has been temporarily moved. the The launch party situation, as it stands, is that uh, Autumn Games owns the IP for Skullgirls, and uh, the the folks working on the mobile game Hidden Variable uh, are going to continue doing so. But mm-hmm. let's take it from the top. Uh, we've talked about how Mike C has been in the news. Uh, the first week um, was based on some uh, creepy interactions. The second week was based on uh, the uh, stream with Sharpie. poorly timed uh, racist jokes. Joke didn't land. And uh, third and most recently is just a whole lot of legal awfulness that we're hearing about and it's such a bummer because um basically you're watching as multiple people that are instrumental uh to Skullgirls and to Lab Zero are just like I can't be a part of this company anymore. So um yeah. 
that's rough because you, we've been following the story of uh, this game, you know, for since fucking God, like 10, 15, maybe over 10, over 10 years now for sure. Um, so I, I spoke what, with um, some folks uh, in or around the Skullgirl slash Lab Zero situation. And I would like to specifically uh, rebuke. I'm seeing some folks saying, like, Mike Z didn't do anything wrong aside from a bad joke and yada yada. People don't quit your company en masse to get away from a boss if they just tell a bad joke every now and then. They do so because they're an asshole. I think. And everyone hates working with them. I think, um, like. That's one of those stances you can take as you are uh, in the dark on how the details mm-hmm. of these things come out. And when there's more and more to read through, um, it gets more and more damning. And I feel like uh, the one from Kinuko was like probably the roughest. Um, so I've... Uh, yeah, they're, they're, they're all pretty bad. Uh, the The one that that stuck out to me was basically everybody had long histories with Mike Z and was like, ah, he's bad sometimes, but he's an okay guy. But then after the two big newsworthy events occurred, Mm -hmm. everybody started swapping stories Mm -hmm. and came to the conclusion of like, Oh, this dude's just an asshole 24 seven to every single person in this office. The, yeah, the, every, the, the, the pattern, so to speak, kind of started to come together and people started kind of, uh, putting together a, a larger narrative and figuring out what's going on so uh behind the scenes though uh according to well again we're, we're i didn't get to the the point of it but um uh kinuko um persona and uh eu03 uh have left lab zero um and uh that is the art director um a- as well as uh artists on the team um, and animator. Uh, so like basically the people that have more or less made it made Skullgirls what it looks like, you know, and Alex Ahad left uh, earlier as well, actually. Um, so that was a big part of this as well. When people were like, Hey, like they're looking, they're kind of saying like, Hey, Skullgirls was a, something not made by one person. It wasn't just Mike C. There's a whole lot of people here involved on it. So they all left. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, what we can kind of see is that after uh, earlier this year, there was a switch over so that um, Mike Z was the 100% owner of Lab Zero Games. And then mm-hmm. this was the start of a process. Like once he, once he got that, it was then going to begin a process by which the company was co-owned by all the employees. And they were going to do a shared ownership uh, situation where every employee then uh, is uh reaps the benefits of the work they do so basically like they split whatever profits i had no idea that the the shared ownership thing was coming in yeah well it wasn't public news right it was like from what Uh, what, okay what we understand is it was revealed when these announcements came out that um uh he had so he got he he got a a hundred percent ownership and then that was the first step of a process by which they were going to have a profit share situation for the employees of Lab Zero. Um, of course, when uh, the news stories we just mentioned popped up, things got a lot worse and they basically started discussing uh, where to go from there and how to finish this process. 
and mm-hmm. um, according to the uh, resignation letters from the employees I mentioned, um, things more or less grind to a halt because uh, there was a um, a point at which Mike was then going to leave, and then they were discussing the terms uh, by which he would leave. And, and he's like, give me all the money. I want all the money. to." Leave. And they said that uh, it was not a reasonable request that they could actually follow through on. Like whatever the – whatever to him. We don't know what the details of, of the discussion were, but whatever they were, um, the remaining employees at Lab Zero felt that it was unfair and unreasonable. We, we don't uh, want to give you all the money, Mike. We're trying to get rid of you. So then negotiations kind of broke down and uh, – uh, Mike kind of vetoed the situation and said, okay, well, I'm taking over as the sole owner. And, um, you know, as the sole owner of the company, he kind of does have 100% control. And then there was a second attempt at negotiations. But at that point, everyone was so upset at that initial. Uh, yeah, it went about as well as you would expect. Veto and, you know, sort of like power move that everyone just kind of said, okay, fuck this. Um and as it stands, people are just kind of like, okay, we're walking away from the company. So uh, right now, it has definitely, uh, yeah, it's escalated to the point that these major figures, um, you know, like I said, Kinuko, the uh, the uh, art director, and uh, Persona, the uh, animation uh, animator on Skullgirls, and EU03, an artist on Skullgirls, all just basically said, yeah, uh, we're out. And then um, the mobile game uh, staff, Hidden Variable, and Autumn Games uh, released a joint statement specifying that um, despite what's going on with Lab Zero legally as a company, uh, Skullgirls as an IP is owned by Autumn Games, and Hidden Variable is working on Skullgirls mobile content entirely and uh and they're making the character for the um release in second encore for tw- for 2021 as we talked about last week and essentially that they're going to mm-hmm. keep working with their teams on more Skullgirls stuff but uh going forward they won't be working with Lab Zero. So uh the plan is to basically circumvent Lab Zero and what's going on with Mike Z as much as possible by distancing Skullgirls as a brand from them from him and uh you know meanwhile on the community side of things uh obviously uh sharpie uh someone who's a huge part of that community and uh, who i you know uh did a, an episode of 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 getting to fighting games with came out and said yeah like uh community wise not he's not welcome to really sh- uh, participate in these events and do commentary and such and sonic fox also an outspoken person who uh was Someone who, like, in the spotlight, um, they had to kind of initially speak out on behalf of and sort of defend uh, uh, Mike initially. But then they also were having very public conversations going, let's talk privately. Let's figure out what's going on here. And then I think after this third time, right, the third strike, so to speak, um, Sonic Fox basically was saying, like, yeah – then the the story here that we were lied to about the type of person he is is something that I can't really deny. So then they said, um, "This is this is pretty much it." You know, that's a wrap. So uh, Skullgirls, one of those things that is is uh, just forever cursed with. I don't like Mike Z. This blight 
of uh of a situation ongoing and what just when you think you can fucking let it <laughs> just let it play out and let people play the game that's good you know um yay look new characters coming that's awesome oh fuck you know um it hurts man it when it when it when a there's so much going on where you're just like at the core this is just a fucking great game that 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 the team that worked on this doesn't deserve to have like such so much time that they've put into and so everything going on and besides besides all the shit they've worked on i mean every team works on a game and puts their uh, puts what they they can into it but i'm definitely you know someone who fucking loves these games and uh uh you know like indivisible is also absolutely going to be hit by this you know and that's a game that like i definitely know that you know uh uh it it didn't land anywhere near as successful as Skullgirls did, but one of the things it's still something that I is that it's it's already kind of wrapped up in this. What with the way it got released, on, exactly on Kickstarter, like like bam, uh, and then and then um, publishing wise, and, and and I think that's why Alex, like the part of the reason why Alex left, who had to do more with the way Indivisible kind of came out without them uh, being give, getting a heads up on like you know mm-hmm. the the from that the publishing weird. and stuff like that, like a, a weird huge conflict going on there, so. Um, there was other messes involved, and uh, I, 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 I've, I'm definitely someone who enjoyed Indivisible more than most people. That, that, but I will say that either way, however you feel about it, like, uh, these are games that, like, um, yeah, right now they're just a bittersweet, uh, uh thing to anybody who worked on them, and uh, you know, I, I really do hope that, like, that team can. I, I, who knows? It's too soon to say anything about whatever they're going to move on to and whatever they're going to work well, on. You, you I know, mean, the, I from, saw from the a, the point of view of of like a fan of the game. Like the game is actually just attached to, I guess the easiest way to say it would be not Mike Z. Um, it's attached to I don't know why Autumn Games owns it, but I guess they do. But mm-hmm. okay, so um, and uh, the the people that I spoke to is like more people are going to quit. And I just foresee a situation as as Mike holds on to his ball and says that his ball will always be his. Lab Zero will basically disintegrate entirely and just reform into I I'm gonna guess Lab One yeah, minus Z. Well, that you can't. That's the thing is you can't really expect this type of plan to work out of like I'm gonna hold the name and then everyone involved is like okay, well uh, I think I'm gonna leave. You, you know. Leave. Um, but we'll, there's other employees besides the ones we listed, so we'll have to wait and see how that goes. But oh yeah, every those are some day, big there's ones. Like two or three more. Um, and don't forget and at some that point the studio becomes like there's not enough people to run it. Well, Lab Zero is already a second iteration of what was originally Reverge. You know, yeah. there was a name prior to that, so this is a little bit of a uh, seeds clover platinum situation. Kind uh, of, yeah. But. One would hope that what the if fun- Kamiya ended up being a huge asshole? Oh well. Well, the <laughs> the uh, the if 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 that is if that is a parallel narrative, uh, one would hope that you know between seeds, clover, platinum, that you know the final evolution of this team gets to that uh, Blastoise level. So we'll see. Um, but yeah, I, I do I do have something to say about this on a personal level. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I don't like Mike Z, and this is very unsurprising to me. 
Uh, I did think the lag thing that uh, he may or may not have been responsible for with Skullgirls was really funny. But, like, I have very much disliked him ever since he was on our podcast. Okay. That, that podcast sucked. I didn't feel the same way. I liked Mike Z. I uh, have, like, I've, I've spoken with him online, and I've never met him in person but um, there was once – actually, that's not true. There was once at a tournament before I knew him early, early, early at like a, a, a fucking super uh, years ago at a West – not West Coast, at an East Coast throwdown where we were in the same elevator for like a second when Skullgirls was being demoed for the first time. But um, I've, but like uh, – yeah, ever since like uh, all this has been going on – well, ever, prior to all this, ever since Skullgirls came out and was a thing and all this was happening and, you know, um, uh, getting – uh, you know, Baz colors in there and getting into the background of the game and, uh, mm-hmm. getting indivisible stuff going as well and talking about how to implement, uh, all that stuff. You know, it's been, it's been pleasant, um, on my end. And, uh, I always wanted to get a chance to be like, Hey, what's up in person? You know, uh, I think there was two events I went to in America where, uh, we were at the same tournament, but just never actually got to meet. And uh, I remember I was, at one point, like when it was like, Oh yeah, he was in top eight for, um, Guilty Gear, and I, I kind of came to look around, but didn't see him. Um, but uh, I just I had a different impression. I had an impression that was mostly pleasant conversation on a personal level. Well, so my, my impression was mainly that he did the podcast to shill Indivisible and was this hyper sanitized corporate CEO man. And then the instant we stopped recording, he turned into an FGC man and started talking shit about a bunch of people that we had just discussed in pleasant terms and was giving us actually really good funny podcast shit that he refused to actually have go live on the podcast and it made him seem like a fake two-faced asshole to uh to me i felt like most of the conversation uh especially later on years later that i had online and in talking about Indivisible's uh, uh, implementation and stuff, that I got definitely a sanitized, normal-seeming version of uh, the dude. And I feel like that's kind of uh, overall what people outside of Lab Zero kind of felt. They're like, uh, you know, from what, what like Sonic Fox and other people have uh, echoed, it's like a feeling that it's like, yeah, there was a, a an impression you got. And then occasionally there might be these these jokes here and there, but overall there's just a little bit of awkwardness and and that's about it really. But piecing it all together, it turns out there's some, you know, uh, an overall really weird uh, uh, situation. And 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 I guess even if you were to, I guess, take away the like personal. Uh, elements of this and like there's the, there's definitely the you know this the shit where it's like uh, Kinu. Cakes talks about the like extra weird sexual conversations that were like yeah that's super uncalled for like there there are essentially two types of stories that are coming out one is the story that almost every guy had from Lab Zero which is like he was a arrogant petulant child that would only work on features if he wanted to and you would have to beg him to do it and then there's the female version of the story which just includes a bunch of unwanted physical attention and sexual harassment. And there was a there was a little bit of a racial story there too. Um, but, oh, I did. I missed that one. Um, yeah, there was a dude who left that had a really awkward series of conversations uh, prior to this this stream. That is, uh, so 
Um, you know, but but what I was going to say is that like, I think if you just even outside, if you just like whatever that stuff is, because as you mentioned earlier, so, uh, some folks are kind of like, eh, bad jokes, not a big deal. None of this is uh, all of this is overblown. And if that's the way you feel, then that's the way you feel. But I I, I want to say that like on just a level of like handling the exit of the company slash the the negotiation thing where it's kind of like okay shut down talks and like take take the ball and go home so to speak um at least seeing this one side of the story that doesn't look productive in any way shape or form you know yeah it's it's that's the weirdest situation and i mean i'm obviously not a lab zero employee and i don't know how exactly it went down but if you're like hey this guy's a jerk let's get rid of him and he's like but i'm the owner like the idea that that's going to go anywhere other than but i'm the owner mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. i'm the owner fuck off yeah it's kind of hilarious well like, of course they're going to be like how about i just not leave yeah um that's that's a part of that's something that has to be contended with most certainly and you can't expect there to be a fully smooth discussion but like for what it, it sounds like whatever that was proposed was again just excuse me uh considered unreasonable by the team now here's the thing of course who the fuck are we we don't know we're not staring at these contracts we don't know what the details are we don't know what's going on it just just reading the statements from the people involved it sounds hyper shitty and all you can really do is go oh fuck i didn't know that that sounds awful i'm sorry to hear that that's the most you can do as information comes out about this stuff so um i think um part of I don't know. I feel like there's because you the, the kind of person that you were describing earlier, like there's this mm-hmm. there's a sort of a thing that is like we're people that sit in front of microphones and just talk and we try to make jokes and then Absolutely. we try to talk about whatever's going on in the video game industry and in general the in, industries of things we're interested in. Um, there is a overwhelmingly uh, terrifying and omnipresent pressure to be right about everything single thing you say everything you say mm-hmm. committed to microphone must be correct the first time it has to be the best possible take and if you fuck that up and if history proves that there's something you didn't know and you were wrong you're a piece of shit right i totally disagree i think that fear is overstated and i am comfortable in my constant wrongness this is this is this is the hyperbolized version of the, the of the the pressure that I'm describing. I'm saying that's unrealistic. Yeah, and silly. but sure. And I understand the pressure that you're describing, but that's not what I'm talking about. I'm but, talking about talking to somebody in a single conversation and coming away with the feeling that, oh man, this person is faking. Oh no, no, no. I'm not talking about your, your feelings about, about him after the podcast. I'm talking about the, 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 the person you were describing who's like, uh, he didn't do anything wrong. This is all fine. This oh, is all dumbasses in chat. Yeah, yeah. Oh, dumbasses in chat will defend anybody. But it's not dumbasses in chat as much as um, it is like there's a couple of folks online that are like actively in the Twitter discussions having that sentiment. You know, that's a part well, of, course. Of, of what's but, going I mean, on. They, they, so they, they, we live in an era in which footage could come out of the man eating a baby and somebody be like, did, but did, did that baby have a DUI? Of course. Right. Exactly. That's that's no, but th- that's kind of your uh, I'm long winded. At, at saying what I'm saying, so I apologize yeah. for having to meander to get there because I work through what I'm saying as I'm saying it. But part of what I'm trying to say is exactly that, is that like what we're going to do is see the story from the points of view of people who are telling you what happened to them. You're going to take mm-hmm. that – what you're going to take what they're saying at 
the value of I trust this is what happened. I trust this is the truth mm-hmm. of the matter. We're seeing, of course, you're seeing one side. You learn other sides. You add more of a sto- narrative of to it. But as more and more sides are involved with a singular story, you start to see a clearer picture. A lot of consistency. Across multiple people's uh, narratives. And then you make a judgment call on that. So that's what I'm I, trying I think, to say is you, you operate with think, the information you have. Mm-hmm. I think the, the, the one thing that, that leaps out to me because, uh, I mean, we're, we live in a, in a universe and obviously anybody can say anything, right? Granted, don't, you know, libel or slander people. But anybody can say anything and, and whatnot. No Canada's so different always, from America. Uh, there's, there's always, a, there's always the, the issue of the truth, right? Now, when you're in a situation in which you have a, a purported bad actor, mm-hmm. right? Uh, and tons of people come out. Mm-hmm. Like, how similar are the stories? Very similar in this particular case. But more important than that, we are currently in a global pandemic, and the economy and job market are shit. Mm-hmm. They are fucking terrible. And for people to say, this guy's a problem, I would rather quit my job than deal with this another day. Yep. In a situation in which everybody is going fucking broke. Yep. Is a big, big exclamation point. Yep. That they're for real. Yep. Absolutely. It is a it is a and tremendous statement to walk away from your job right now. It it reminds me very Into uncertainty. vividly in reverse of when Chris Avalone left Obsidian. You remember that? That was a while ago. Mm-hmm. And the 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 story that came out at the time was that he had been forced out of a company that he co owned by pretty much everybody on the board and on his way out he was talking about how that company is fucked up and it's all clickish and it's it's bullying and all this this shit and that you were going to see lots more people quit real soon because that company is fucked up and then no one quit like nobody and that story just evaporated and you're like I wonder what the fuck he was talking about and then like a year or two later He's being removed from projects because, uh-oh, Chris Avalone may be, in fact, a bad man. And you're like – and you look at that and you go, oh, that's the very quiet Mike Z situation. That's the – the the was not the sole owner. And everybody else who owned a piece of the pie went – just 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 kind of just pushed you out the door. Just kind of just – right? I, I personally foresee – in the Lab Zero Mike Z situation, it would be smart for this to not happen. I foresee some form of tantrum on the horizon. Uh, uh, he's bring- how, how how can everybody betray me? Tantrum. I mean, maybe, but at the future. same time, he's been uh, pretty quiet and inactive uh, since the first story. Um, mm-hmm. Although there was like. Stream commentary notwithstanding. Not that quiet. Not that quiet. <laughs> like, I guess, I guess I mean is no tweets. What I mean to say. Yeah. No tweets. There's only so many no tweet longers. communication you can pull yourself off of. Right. Um, that, that hasn't been, that hasn't been uh, activated and popping off. Yeah. No, uh, I, the, the planned course of events that they seem to be figuring out was one that 
you know i mean image wise it would have been uh, it's like it would have been one of those things where you're like yeah this is rough but it probably would have helped to the team and would have helped the game um if they went through with that initial discussion uh but mm-hmm. now that it it doubles back into this messed version of it um it's just a matter of okay scorched earth get as far away from it as possible you know yeah like it's it's uh i didn't know it's not like how, how do i put it it's like can this be fixed no can i leave yes okay what 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 power do you have in this situation yeah right um i don't uh i didn't know that autumn games owned skullgirls yeah isn't that weird why i why, why I, they own that well i think it's so it's so it, over the years it's been interesting because it's like skullgirls is the fighting game mike c made it he put all this stuff in it he's the fgc guy knows all the stuff so that's what's going on. Real that's, Soviet damage, etc. That's the association done and done. And then mm-hmm. as this goes down, it's like, well, don't forget, this is the world created by Alex Ahad. And, um, you know, that's the it's like, like even if Mike Z is not involved, there's still uh, a full team and, and, and a creative team that, you know, should get the credit here. And supporting that is supporting them and all that. And you're like, OK. And, and now um, with people like fully going their ways like it's like oh yeah here no autumn games owns the ip itself and can do what they want with Skullgirls. so i i i should mention that like i have also heard rumblings that alex himself was also kind of a jackass um yeah i don't know the details of that i didn't think i didn't see uh, a ton of like I, I, i couldn't get a hold of anybody that had actually firsthand worked with them uh, but the general gist of it is that he wasn't as much of a jackass, but that Skullgirls' upper management seems a little cursed. There was, uh, I think we probably saw the same tweet in the long thread uh, about yeah. all of this, that, like, there was one tweet referencing that, and, yeah, looking for any other uh, uh, elaboration on it, I was not successful. Um, but to uh go back to what i was saying is that yeah i think um you know so now that we're like breaking down the 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 nitty-gritty of this ip and and who is involved uh with what aspects of it creatively it's i mean it sucks to have to do that but it's like this is a game that people care about and it's a very good one and you know so you kind of go like okay i can't how much can be salvaged right what can be salvaged is the kind of mentality yeah, it's and, like, can we get a, a re-release of Skullgirls called Third Encore, the feel-good edition? Mm, well, we'll that, see. That that has um, Lab 2 but, and Autumn Games on the publishing list. But I think I think as it goes, like, IP, Autumn Games, uh, game development code, etc., fighting game, Lab Zero, and... Yeah. Uh, creative vision and, and design and, and uh, 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 you know, characters and such, Alex, Alex Ahad. There, there's always a really bizarre situation. This is a bit of a... With, of course, side. the other uh, people that we mentioned earlier in the respective roles in that credit as well. There's, there's always a very bizarre situation that happens when this kind of thing occurs. And it's, I go back and I think about a tweet that was Mike Z making fun of people for asking for move lists in Indivisible. 
And uh, I remember thinking, man, what a dumbass, but I guess he's trying to joke. And then I'm like, no. I guess he was just being an ass. I guess that's. I guess that was exactly what it looked like. It was like, why dum-dums know, like, move, learn? But why? I don't know. Because the move list changes every time you get a new ability, man. 3,500 characters. Most of them are dumb. Is Mike Z the Western Inafune? No. That (laughs) is a very different situation. Yeah. That is a very different situation. Uh, That would be be (laughs) kicking Capcom out and holding on to uh, Mega Man and everything on your own while everyone's like, I'm going to be leaving now. So that's a very that's not that's not the same. No. Oh, Nafune is just so. Oh, yep. what a oh man. Well, um, definitely, but like it's that when these types of stories though happen, certainly like, yeah. Now there's a now there's a very clear like thanks to social media, there's a very clear like multi-angle recontextualization. recontextualization of everything that otherwise you yeah. wouldn't get from a press release and two statements you know mm-hmm. anyway so that's what's up so that that was a that was a fun experience watching oh somebody's quitting labs here oh oh right like just bam 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 mm-hmm. Uh, best of luck to everybody who has uh, recently left Lab Zero and those who continue to work there uh, mm-hmm. for however long that may be. Um, uh, I'm just hoping everything works out and you all get a new job at Lab One. Yeah, so I, I, I know that the well, I, I know that the like immediate like thought when these things happen from like a fan base perspective is uh, I sure hope we can see everybody go make their own thing together and 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 to the thing continued in a new form but i don't want to like necessarily push that pressure let people do what they want but definitely i i i feel that there's enough talent on display from the people that left that i don't think they're gonna have uh, a hard time uh finding mm-hmm. uh, uh jobs for like other games that need creative talent because yeah the the games business is actually doing relatively well compared to many other businesses games are doing pretty all right, right considering the nature of you know uh le monde the situation so um okay so what else is going on uh we've got the next biggest story being uh oh well all the DC fandom trailers. Okay, whole lot of trailers. Did you watch them? I feel I feel really bad for the person who who misunderstood my joke on Twitter about those trailers because there's the uh, I mean there was the Suicide Squad one where they want to kill Superman, right? Mm-hmm. That video game, mm-hmm. and I went I changed my name to Pat Stares at Ways to Kill Superman. Mm-hmm. And went, we have to kill Superman. To which people said, oh, did you watch that trailer? Are you excited? And I went, what trailer? 
and then people then explained what trailer they're talking about. I'm like, no, 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 no. No, you don't under. No. You d- we need. I'm. Ju- I'm just. This is. This is just a consistent mood, guys. Just, we need to kill Superman. That being said, even I think it's kind of lame that we have to kill Superman in that Suicide Squad game. Always kill Superman. Well, like it is. You, we have tried to kill Superman more times than I've actually even seen Superman be cool. Um. It's definitely uh, a bit of trend uh, as of recent, and it's uh, it's definitely an oh shit like pop that gets less of a pop every time we repeat it. Yeah, but um, Justice did it a bunch. It, well, that's exactly right. Uh, but but uh, that was that. That's one that that's one of the many trailers. So if you want to yeah, go, there was also. Uh, yeah, go down the list. There's a list. The There's list. a list. Uh, if you want to go down the list, uh, we've got first the Batman. Looks cool. I like it. Robert Pattinson is now the Batman. Uh, Robert Pattinson looks like I think the the way I saw somebody described. He finally looks like the kind of maladjusted billionaire. That would think it was a better idea to fight dudes than use charitable donations to solve crime. I still see him young as a Terry McGinnis. I still okay. see that as the way to play it, but that's not what we're getting. So this is the world we live in. Um, yeah, I, I'm guessing based on the logos and the tone that they're hoping this reboot will land similar to the Joker. Yeah. It might actually be a sequel to The Joker. They haven't implied that it is. Uh, oh, the only reason I say that is because you see a gang of Jokers. Well, you see the you see the a bunch of um like grunts, but they yeah, they goons, if you would. Uh yeah, but were they specifically Joker goons? Yeah, look at them. They got the they got the. I thought Wise they were Riddler. Serious, I thought, like, makeup. I thought they were Riddler grunts because no, Riddler's no, the villain. They're not Riddler goons. I thought they were no, Riddler those goons. Are, those are Joker goons. I'm gonna go get a. I'm gonna go get a screenshot so we can solve this. Hold uh, on a second. I assumed uh, that they were the goons of the villain in the movie, the Riddler. Well, there's actually many villains in this movie, which is probably the weirdest thing. Right, because we got Penguin and Catwoman and Riddler and. Uh, fucking Falcone apparently is in confirmed there. not same universe as Joker. Okay. Yeah, these dudes are wearing. Do Riddler goons even have like a distinctive makeup style? I thought that like because all I can think of is like '66 Batman, mm-hmm. where they'd all wear green with like a uh, bunch, bunch of question marks. Yeah. Okay, well, anyway, uh, apparently not same continuity as Joker at all. Okay, good. So, there's that. Uh, DC should stop doing continuity in general. That's I think, what I think. Well, they did. Right? Yeah. And then they... Un- well, just they did, and then Justice League happened, and then they kind of undid what they did. But then... And then Snyder's gonna do... So, the uh, then comes uh, Justice League, the Snyder Cut, which is not a movie but a four-part 
HBO Max series. Which you know what it also isn't? Mm-hmm. A little cartoon for your kids. It's a grown-up thing for big boys. That's what he said. That is like so embarrassing. But that is an adult man. Yes, but that is saying a, this is a this is my big boy superhero. But this is an adult man who puts like straight music into his movies to tell you how to feel, and thinks oh that that God, works. Like the kind of person who sees that as an effective narrative method is going to write these words and say, "This is big boy edgy adult no wah wah babies here." Snyder is like the shittiest edgelord that ever got big. It's so bad. I mean, that I think Darkseid looks like he belongs on a fucking 1999 3DFX Voodoo 2 box. I think it's what happens when you're a music video director and you get to do more than music videos. Yeah. How did McG work out? I literally don't even know. Um, so, uh, hey. I think it says a lot of... Hey. If you think Snyder's a good director, go fucking watch Sucker Punch twice, and if you live through that experience, I'll talk to you. I'm legit curious to see, because I talk uh, often about, you know, the biggest difference editing can make when I talk about Kingdom of Heaven. Um, Mm -hmm. that is, the, the Ridley Scott cut versus the theatrical cut are wildly different, and it turns a four into an eight. Um, so I'm curious to see, will this, if there was so much cut that it can get a four part miniseries on HBO instead of a film, that's a lot of reinserted material, right? That's a lot. Can it turn a three into a one? I want to (laughs) know. I want to know if whatever, I didn't watch Justice League, but I would love to find out if like, the changes can actually make things that much better. And I, I also, I and I, and here's the other thing. I think the pressure and buildup, right. Of like the, the release, the Snyder cut, like, like, um, mm-hmm. uh, hashtag over the years, over the year, excuse me. Also makes a, creates a feeling of like, don't just release the Snyder cut of the film, but also secretly maybe go back and make things better. That were clearly mistakes yeah. to begin with. Yeah. I think that's part yeah, of what's going sure on to, too. Make sure to color grade every color just completely out of the movie. Cause like Like that was the number one thing that I, I noticed from that trailer is that the already overly color graded movie has now been like double color graded into nothing. And it's fucking crazy. The um, the uh, the ability to take something already released, take all the complaints and criticisms it's had, and then go readdress them in post is not to be understated here. So, like, whatever was being worked on, you are guaranteed to see some shit that he would have released in theaters at the time, but is now probably going to rework based on the feedback, in addition to adding in the music and doing the Snyder things. But hey, I don't who know? think that's who true at all. I think he's gonna go, fuck your complaints, my original vision was the shit. I, I mean, 
But wasn't there a whole thing about how there was no Snyder Cut? How there originally actually was, like, what was worked on was just picked up from where um, uh, Whedon took over? And that, like, the whole like, narrative it's... of a Snyder Cut only came into existence way after? So there was never a definitive and completed Snyder Cut. Right. Ever. There were a bunch of scenes that got shot... But they were never edited. They were never cut together. That most of them didn't have their VFX shot completed. Like you could have made a Snyder cut at the time, but it's not like there was one sitting around in a fucking you know vault of like this is the good version of the bad movie. Mm-hmm. What I am saying Which is though, why it's so ridiculous that like release the Snyder cut turn into make the Snyder make the cut. Snyder cut. And that's why I'm saying make the Snyder Cut after you've had a chance to see what everyone's had to say about it is like you have you can just copy the Internet's homework to fix problems in addition to if fixing completing know, CG if I, shots. If, I, if I'm correct, I was reading up on it and the studio was like, you can finish your VFX shots and you can edit it and you can dub over shit, but you will not be shooting new scenes. Mm-hmm. So th- it is very much a cut. Like there, there is no, like they're not gonna, they're not gonna add a scene where Soups and, and Batman are sitting around going, "Fuck that Martha shit was stupid, wasn't it?" Holy fuck! Editing that would make the movie better. Editing not gonna edit. Editing can can make and break a movie, but it sure can. Um, <laughs> I, I I I await with bated breath uh, the results here, and I also wonder if I should bother going to watch the original cut just to know. You know, I'm tempted. I'm really tempted. Uh, oh, they shot new said, scenes. We're just drowning in our Marvel bias. They shot new Wolves. scenes. Hey, man, that shit, that's gone. That's ages old. I think we can retire Marvel bias the same way I, I can retire the Killer Instinct shill money. I think I think that's just old man holding on to uh, old holding I don't know, on to man. the You're bit. still living off that cash. Yeah, like they give you a lot. They yeah. give you a lot to shell that chaos. But I am. But I am. I, I can. I can eventually let it go and stop talking about it because the majority of the people listening were now were not around back then to even hear those bits. Yeah, that's true. This is a whole new generation of people we're talking to right now. They have no like a lot of them have no idea what we're talking about and are going to need clarification. So I have a bias towards good movies. A lot of new people. A lot of new people. I saw Batman vs. Superman in the theater, and I was like, I can't believe this is a real movie. The fuck is this piece of shit? Um. Well, and and uh, your Marvel your, your Marvel bias is showing eventually turned into. Uh, Wooly overcorrects as as Pat double downs. I mean, so if 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 that gets the if that gets the car to stay in the middle of the road, I mean, I'll yeah, I'll hang out the window. Fair enough. So then there was the Suicide Squad movie trailer, and that was okay. <laughs> I'm just like. I have nothing to say about the content because whatever, we'll see what it is when it comes out. Did you see the original? Yes. Let's start there. Yes, I did. Okay. Um, the fact that they marketed things the way they did, they, they had no choice, okay? They have no choice in how they're presenting this trailer, but I feel so bad 
for just everybody that has to be involved with a project that is not allowed to really just stand on any merit it might have because you're too busy telling people it's not the other one though look it's james gunn look you see james gunn it's not the other one please don't think it's the other one it's still margot robbie but it's not Margot the other Robbie one. Margot was good in that one. You remember, Margot? Please, please, please don't think this is the other one. And we're going to talk shit about the other one while without actually talking shit. So we're going to say it's so nice to finally have someone who can take the Suicide Squad in a direction that I think it's fitting of. It's like, are you saying that the previous person did not take it in a direction? Yes, I'm saying that. that. it should have gone? No. What? I think I think there's a bunch of really bizarre shit about this. I think uh, uh, I think there's a real uh, feeling of oh uh, god, what's it called? You remember Wolverine and his X Men? Yep. This there's a real Harley Quinn and her Suicide Squad did thing you going on. Here. Forget about the last movie. I did not forget about the last movie because that's what it was there too. But. On top of that, you re- let's combine that with you. You like you know they renamed it, right? What? I'm sorry. What? You know they renamed it? No. They renamed Birds of Prey. Uh huh. To uh, Harley Quinn, or, or like the 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 misadventures of one Harley oh Quinn. God. Oh Jesus Christ! They did do that, didn't they? And oh, her God. Birds of Prey. Okay. The, wow, the, the fantabulous wow, right. emancipi- emancipation of Harley Quinn okay. and her Birds of Prey, or whatever the fuck they called it. All right. They literally turned it into Wolverine and his X-Men. Oh, perfect. Perfect. Great. Incredible. So, yeah, that's been a um, thing. So, there's that, but I remember the, the one of the big complaints from the first one was one that I also made was... Um, there's too many of these losers and they all suck and none of them got any development at all except for Deadshot and Harley. And then you remember when that rope guy showed up at the end mm-hmm. of the of the montage mm-hmm. and you're like, oh, he's the one they're going to kill because mm-hmm. he just showed up. Mm-hmm. The solution to there are too many characters and I don't care about any of them is to like what triple the amount of characters the movie has. That's correct. Like, holy shit. Again, James Gunn might do something. Who knows? He might do something. We'll see. But all I can... How are you even going to have enough time in the movie to introduce them? I don't know, but he can make movies, so we'll see. <laughs> I, I, You know, I, uh, more... like I, That's the one of the things where I'm just like, I'll leave that up to somebody who's made movies I've liked. Right? Whatever. The fact that they want to keep trying with this whole thing, and it is what it is. It's here. It's it's Harley Quinn time. It's not going away. It is. It, it's done. Fine. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, Will Smith out. Stringer Bell in. Whatever. Oh, okay. I just, I just like. I've, I any time you can feel the real goal of a trailer or teaser. That is not to bring awareness to the product, but to really just make a comment about the other thing 
They and they're screaming by doing this type of interview that has nothing but explosions and people talking about how awesome the vision is this time around is just yeah. like if you go into this and think this is a sequel to the last thing, we will have failed our marketing, but it still features the same main character in the same role. Yeah, they they, they I'm shocked. I'm shocked that there wasn't a a, a uh, what do you call it? A fucking shot of the trailer where Christ, there might be in a different version of a different cut, but where somebody goes, Hey, whatever happened to Joker? And Harley goes, I got rid of him. He's never going to come back in this movie. Jared Leto is bad. Like, just, just, I am shocked there isn't just a giant amount of text on the screen that just says, We fired Jared Leto. Don't worry. Now, there's no reason to bring up random people and their dumb thoughts, but <laughs> on Twitter, underneath the trailer, someone had a tweet that was just like, all right, new universe, new Batman, new Suicide Squad. You know what that means, everybody. When are we going to cast a new Joker? And I just like, I had this just, I felt tired on behalf oh, yeah. of the real DC loyal fans, like the people who hang on, I felt tired on their behalf. It was such an exhausting tweet to read. <laughs> the thought that someone immediately goes, hey, let's go. This Joe, we need a Joker. You can't have a DC without a new Joe. Every time, reboot it. I want thing. Get me a, Never get me change thing. Make thing forever. Never, ever, ever make it different. New thing. And I'm like... Let's have it be old Joker, and it's actually Mark Hamill. There's literally it's a comic Mark coming Hamill. out called Three Jokers that they had a trailer for earlier. And it's just like, yeah. Like, how many Jokers in ten years do you need? Are we trying to beat the Spider-Man record right now? What are we doing? Well, luckily, Wooly... They started with the Riddler for the first Batman so that they can build up to the Joker for the sequel because that works really well. I mean, listen, um, if they're only doing it so that we can get brand new updates to the Are You Smoking Gang Weed uh, meme, then I'm here for it. Uh-huh. Because yeah. we can't expand that, you know? Slash, what age of gamer are you? If you're old school, you played Call of Duty Modern Warfare. And if you're, <laughs> if you're, if you're, if you're <laughs> old school is Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Um, I think it was like classic is fucking, uh, 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 uh PUBG and modern is Fortnite or whatever the shit. And it's just. Wolves. <laughs> There, there you, was just, a, you, you just so die. You talked about the you just die. Memes, yeah, and I posted the. I posted. I'm glad I grew up playing Halo and not Fortnite. That's correct. And the vast majority of people that responded to that tweet were took it seriously, and were like, "I can't believe Pat Fortnite's pretty good. Halo's not." And it's like I didn't even fucking really play through all of Halo One. And like I grew up playing fucking NES games. I'm glad I grew you up playing Halo Zoomers. Four and not Minecraft. 
Wait, that doesn't even make any sense. I know, but that's how it all looks. It's literally, it's just. <sighs> I'm. Gl- I think the ultimate would be like, I'm glad I grew up playing Bioshock and not Bioshock Infinite. <laughs> Or, or glad I grew up playing Halo One and not Halo Six. You fucking babies, with your new Halo. You want some? You want some fucking boomer talk? You want some boomer shit? Boomer takes real, yeah. real old boomer takes. You as you wear a Metal Gear Rex on your chest. It's got a little snake on it. It sure does. So um, a little snake there. My brain classifies quote-unquote old school as cartridges and before. If your I, would, sh- I would say that's accurate. If your shit is on a disc, I'm not even classifying that as old school. I'd consider that modern. That's my brain. Yeah. So this, this whole thing is stupid. <laughs> It's all the dumbest shit in the world to me. It's stupid because you're all younger than us. Shut up. A fucking gray cartridge that snaps into a thing is old school. Yeah. All right. That's correct. Um... Then they had a trailer for Black Adam, but it wasn't a trailer. In fact, it was nothing because The Rock is too busy making bazillions of dollars. So there was nothing to show. But he did record a little that clip. That was really weird. Rock's a busy it's man. Like a fucking motion comic for like Dead Space. Yeah, the, Rock's a busy man. And they wanted they wanted to get a big old Rock trailer ready to go or teaser. But they didn't have the time. So instead, they put a motion comic together. And it had, um, it had uh, uh, um, fucking... Uh, Shazam from um, uh, uh, from the fucking movie, uh, the Wizard, mm-hmm. you know, as in yeah. not the actual Captain Marvel character, and yeah, uh, but the old man, the Wizard man, he was there, you know. Black Adam's a bad guy. Um, mm-hmm. Clearly, The Rock is going to be playing he's evil, it, right? Yes, he's supposed to be. Zangief. Clearly, uh, The Rock is going to play it like a little more anti-hero. From the vibe they threw down, but mm-hmm. whatever the case is, uh, it was it was a teaser for some shit they don't have yet. They had some yeah. photoshopped rock in a costume art to show, and that was about it. There's a they they had something to tell us though, and that thing they wanted to tell us was only in theaters. That's true. That's true. Who are you fucking <laughs> kidding, guys? Listen. I, Holy shit! That is an optimistic thing to say. That is an optimistic like, fucking thing to say. Theaters are you got, like, oh my god! Theaters are a are a concept that might never return the way they did. Ever? We don't know. It's possible that it is gone. We don't know. Hey, I will say that like movies that are currently sitting on hold, like um, mm-hmm. Tenet, fucking. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got to deal with that. All right. No, you keep talking. Well, the uh, uh, Nolan's movie Tenet with um, uh, uh, um, Denzel's kid is uh, sitting there, however many million dollars already spent, and they're just like, okay, 
while no one can really watch this in theaters. So I guess... But they really... They held out. I think it's coming out next week, but they fucking held out, man. You know, and I think it's one of, and I think a lot of movies are just kind of like really waiting on like trying to figure out if there's something else they can do for digital distribution to avoid a huge loss on things because it's a real goddamn movie. They're gonna see it in the theater. They're gonna pay eighteen dollars. Eighteen dollars at home. Yeah. Um, and then Disney fucking comes along with the motherfucking audacity to be like, you can watch Mulan for a year as many times as you want for thirty dollars. Don't you want to see the Mulan remake for fucking $30? Now, my first thought goes, oh, can you imagine how, like, money-eyed everybody will get when they they sell their tickets without the theater cost cut getting reduced from it? And then you remember, oh, wait, the theater cut is nothing, and they make all their money on popcorn and, and food they sell and concessions. Yeah, they don't make shit on the actual price of the ticket, so that full eighteen dollars is already pretty much going their way anyway. So I don't know, dude. I don't fucking know. But theaters are in serious trouble, and I'm not saying I'm not. They're definitely like we have a lot of life theoretically left to live, but when it comes to the current, I don't know about that. Well, listen. My point is, is that it might take a couple years to figure out public gatherings. That's, yeah, I'd say so. You know, I have figured out public gatherings. That is a case scenario. I figured it out. Stop. Forever. So, uh, Black Adam only in theaters. There's no reason to ever publicly gather in a group ever again. Th- that's over. The, the introvert revolution is here. People are over. Hangouts are over. Hanging out is done. Hanging out has been canceled. Leaving people on red is now. Now, not that I disagree. <laughs> because I'm right there with you. Trust. I'm fine. <laughs> But I will tell you that you are seeing the extrovert rebellion in action. It starts with a pog. It it. starts with a pog champ, and it goes. And people, me me and Paige were walking down the street with the with the with puppy, and we were all masked up and staying away from everybody on the street. We saw a fucking bunch of teenagers going to their house with a bunch of booze to have a party. Extroverts were like, wow, you, are you guys losing are their minds and they are starting to not give a fuck. Then they'll lose something else. Well, yeah, but that's besides the point. <laughs> that's the obvious. That's the underline, you know. Um, but we're seeing extrovert rebellion um wild because hey you know you know how again you you get your life back you get your life bar back up by uh being where you are right now sitting in that seat i did um they get their life back up by being around other people they should worry more about getting their life back up and worry sorry worry less about getting their life back up and worry more about getting about keeping their life from going down yes the the deal is that Obviously, the priority is do not die, but the state, the mental state that kicks in when 
a prolonged period of like no but i need people though um is is going to create more and more uh does more and more dumb shit as time goes on so you know whatever we'll we'll, we'll see but and then all, the, all i have to say other thing to that is suck it cowards okay here's the other thing learn uh, learn deal people in new york and places like that where they're like i'm paying stupid amounts per month to live in a hole in the wall the only reason to live in New York, downtown, core area, Manhattan, whatever, is to go places and do things. Yeah. So I'm not paying for this shitty locker to, 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 to actually sit in it. I'm paying for it to hold my stuff and to sleep in it and then be out the whole time. So uh, mm. it's places... That seems like a terrible dis- series of decisions. But that's what New York was prior to this point in time. It w- and, and it worked fine. No, I'm saying that's a terrible series of decisions even when New York was fine. No, because it works for those who were able to uh, work in a place that involved other people and go to a job and pretty much stay out and do their thing. It, w- it was working. It was an economy no, that worked. stupid. Well, that's not... That never worked. Sh- shut up. It worked. Everyone that it worked for was stupid. No, it worked. It was there. I'm saying at the moment when circumstances change, uh, people are like, <laughs> I'm sitting in a fucking locker for months, and they start to kind of go crazy, you know? But you're right. You're right. Um, Being a shut-in was always the smart It movie. was a superpower that helps right now, certainly. <sighs> There has never been a time in which being a shut-in ever hurt anyone. Agree- um. <laughs> okay, wait. That's a really broad statement. That's an incredibly... Like, that's an infinitely broad statement. Give me... Um, there's probably... There's probably, like, some tornadoes that hit people because they wouldn't move. Or, you know, hurricanes or whatever. Listen, I'm just saying I want to go back to like hanging out like normal so everybody just chill it for another year. I loaned somebody my copy of Welcome to the NHK so I can't pull it out and show it to you. But uh, uh-huh. that's a manga that would disagree with you as well as the okay. entire concept is, is, of... Is the manga a real thing that actually happened or is it a story that someone wrote? Uh, it's a story that someone wrote based on... Okay, that's nice. A very real thing. Uh-huh. I can write a story, too. People affectionately refer to as the hickeys. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. The hickey-cokey-cokey-moris. Uh-huh. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to write a story, too. The sun was very hot, and if you went outside, you died from sun. All the extroverts... We're like, fuck it. I bet it ain't so hot. And then we had barbecue. Fang. Wonder Woman 1984. It's Wonder Woman sequel. Wonder Woman was good up until it wasn't. I hope yeah. this movie can... Wait up until the last second! Up until what it wasn't... I hope that this time around, someone can just take the last 15 minutes and just slice them right off and then stitch the credits and we'll all go home happy.
That's what I'm thinking. Whatever in 1984 turns out to be, just take the last 15 minutes, the final reel, whenever the final reel is getting ready to switch over, just, just, just don't. Just put the credits up. Call it a day. I don't know. I saw a clip of some kind of cat monstrosity. Yeah. Trailer didn't really... Uh, I don't know. Trailer trailer wasn't really banging, you know? No. Didn't didn't really pop off, at least for me. But um, I don't know, man. We'll see. I, I really did enjoy the fuck out of the first one f- until I didn't. So we'll see. Cheetah's there. Um, Like Wonder Woman is like the closest a movie has come to like my movie fantasy of like getting 99% through Lord of the Rings. And then right when they're about to fucking drop the ring into the fires of Mount Doom, like Tom Green and Eric Andre run into the scene and just start shitting all over every character and steal the ring and like throw it into a baby. And then the movie just cuts hard to credits and goes, get fucked. Do you remember um, um, Path of Neo? <laughs> Fuck, the, that's pretty close too. <laughs> that's pretty close too. There's one for you. It sure is. Uh, then we got WB Montreal, Gotham Knights. So that's a trailer uh, for what I thought was. I, I, I for a second I was like because I heard about the new the the new Gotham Knights game before I saw the trailer and I was like oh is this the next Rocksteady thing and it's so confusing it's not right it looks no it's the next Arkham Origins it's the next Arkham Origins not Rocksteady specifically exactly That's right. so they split that into two pathways and we got ourselves a little Treyarch uh, situation mm-hmm. going on but they're uh, working on. The, uh, yeah, uh, uh, Arkham Knights, which is all the Robins and, and Batgirl hanging out. Um, and the Court of Owls storyline seems to be, uh, taking place. Um, so. Yeah, I don't know anything about them, them owl people. Uh, there's, there's Talon and then there's, um, the fucking. They're an organized crime group and secret society. Yeah. Um, okay, so they're evil. And uh, you know, there, there's, there, there's all, yeah. That that was a a, um, a a story that I think I also have sitting somewhere here next to me that I I, I didn't finish, but um, it was one of those. One, it was it was when they had the new Fifty Two going on, and they basically had the the new Batman reboot. And they uh, it was considered a pretty good Batman storyline. So this is a non-canon, like whatever take on 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 the story, and. Um, Bringing them into the spotlight as the main characters, but at that, owls hunts bats. Yes, and Batman's dead. Batman's dead. Whoa! Wow. So, um, if they're going uh-huh. into non-canon shit, they can experiment and go wild with it. You know, comics have been doing it for years. So I think, you know, I, 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 I think I said years ago that I'm like, the world would be re- is ready for what ifs. So, mm-hmm. um, and then Spider Verse kind of yeah, carries Spider-Verse that energy cool. forward, and I'm like, thank you, thank you, please. 
Uh, so they had that, and then at the same time, they had this, the the actual Rocksteady game, which is the Suicide Squad, which we talked about. You know, yeah, that's the most baffling part. That was really, really confusing as to which one was making what. Mm-hmm. Well, I, it's like the, the, there's a new Rocksteady game and a new Batman game, but then they're not the same fucking. There's game. a new Arkham what? game, <laughs> and there's a new yeah. Rocksteady game, and you're like, oh, what? And then the trailer the for the trailer for Suicide Squad says from the makers of the Arkham series. You're like, okay. So and yeah, it's it's totally just it's the split. It's the origin split. Oh man, I'm so so excited for Arkham Origins two. In both cases, though, both games decided that uh, you've played Batman for enough, so time to go play the other people. Game's so shitty they decided not to fix it. Uh, Suicide Squad kill the Justice League. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we gotta get Batman. I'd rather, I would rather they had started that trailer with like kill the Flash. And Flash is like. Mists a random goon. I like Flash. Like in, like in The Boys. And then Martian Manhunter turns himself into a shark with with legs. I like I like. Oh wait, that's that's an existing character. Martian Manhunter is real. Flash is cool. There's some fun stuff you can go. Wally West is dope, and there's some fun Bart stuff. And the the the, the and the fucking Professor Zoom is the pettiest piece of shit, the pettiest cunt villain on the planet. <laughs> What's his problem anyway? Uh... That time when you were making love with your girlfriend in high school, but you nutted too fast? That was me jerking you off. <laughs> Seriously, what is what is Reverse Flash's problem? Um I I for, so there's been a bunch of storylines though that, that have come and gone, and like it I'm I'm not sure what the current deal is, but from my my origin point of like of 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 learning about zoom was based on um the 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 tragedy the 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 basically a a point in which he um has a a a, a he has a he literally has a moment where he snaps his fingers and causes a dude's wife to have an abortion and it's just one of these like what the fuck and um and he's just He's just he's he's obsessed with making the Flash suffer, and oh, okay. he will literally be like, "I was the cause behind every little shitty thing in your life." He hates the fuck out of Barry, and like it, it's 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 beyond the level of Lex being obsessed with Superman, you know? Oh wow! Because, like, Lex Luthor, like, will, like, ruin his life and kill himself to get at Superman. Yeah, no. That's crazy. It's, it's, and, and the, the, the one I've mentioned, yeah, that is, that, is, that was a different Zoom at the time. So there's the current one now. But it's just, it is, it is way, it is beyond the, the uh, Lex level, you know. Um, but, yeah, there are, like, three Zooms, Wooly. Yes, there we go. Okay. Um, That's stupid. So, uh, it's fun one with comic books in which I'm like, what's the deal with Reverse Flash? And then I click on a wiki in- entry for Reverse Flash, 
and there are like seven characters that I'm looking at. And I go, oh, cool, time to stop reading or caring. Yeah, don't forget about Black Flash, a.k.a. the the Death Flash. That's the... Uh, oh, cool. The, the thing that represents the end of the speedster. <laughs> okay. Hey, man. It's fine. Uh, that uh, the, the the modern honestly so as from what that the the CW show has been going on long enough that like that is now the current um generations flash like that is what the flash mm-hmm. means to uh, uh most people right now to the kids to the kids and um what are you going to do you know i uh not care about flash Nailed it. I wish that wasn't the case, but it is what it is. And um, speaking of the CW, we can take that news right over to the newest show they'll be working on. The fucking Powerpuff Girls live action series. Oh, that sounds lit. Oh, man. Are they going to use, like, child actors or what? Well... The question, like, how are they gonna get? How are they gonna get like a little girl to sound just like Tara Strong for Bubbles? Are they gonna make them twerk? <laughs> like that well, it one depends if that that one that one guy is writing for. <laughs> so there was an article about that, right? There was an article about that, and the character Jared and the dude with the glasses, and they apparently went to there was there was a, a couple of people that worked on those episodes and they went to the yeah. the staffers at the time and confirmed that guy didn't write those episodes but that's crazy but the staff that was there at the time did totally make that guy uh the character Jared as like just like a quirky like they thought it would be funny as to like make a reference to him and the fact that like um this guy that Bubbles likes is a, oh not Bubbles that um a Blossom likes is like a super nerd, right? Yeah. And then they said that, and then we thought after they 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 fleshed it out, they said we thought it would be funny to uh just like why not have him voice it in the same way that like um uh 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 Pendleton Ward voices Lumpy Space Princess type of thing. So they they said it. Yeah. They were saying basically he didn't self insert. They did it, and then like. He got ju- he got fucked over if that's the case. Like holy fuck. So whatever. If you guys don't, I don't know what. But I, if no one believes that, then whatever. But there was an article that came out that said they spoke to the people uh, that wrote those episodes, and you can check the credits on them, and it's not him that wrote them. <coughs> hey, by the way, or that created uh, the character Billy and everyone around. I'd like to apologize. <laughs> As it is approximately 5 p.m., my life has turned into a zoo. (laughs) Paige is doing her absolute best to be quiet with dog food, but dog is stupid and has good ears. So the project hails from executive producers Heather Rayner and Diablo Cody. Diablo Cody Uh wrote Juno. (laughs) <laughs> really? Yeah. So there's that. Um. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I just, I, I think the the, res- the 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 tweet underneath this news was someone that simply said, "Can you don't? Can you not do this? Please? Can you don't? 
And I'm like, yeah, we're down with that. Yeah. We're down with that. Some things don't need to so, be. Like, oh, like, I can't wait to see burnt out adult Powerpuff Girls lamenting over their awesome childhood that they totally got to keep. Right? Like, in the show, you get to see, like, oh, they're still going to school and they're still having, like, tea parties or whatever kids do. Keep in right. mind that Powerpuff Girls Z came and went. I don't know that. What the fuck is that? Look it up. You know what it is. We'll look it up. You know what I it don't is. Know what it is. Which was worse, the reboot or Powerpuff Girls Z? Oh, great. Japanese magical girl anime. You didn't. You didn't see this. No, I didn't see this. Yeah, they made a full on, full on anime. Oh, okay. it's the it's the Equestria equivalent. Of to that's, to Powerpuff Girls, that's fairly obvious as a as a concept. Yep, yep. So uh, anyway, um, this is probably going to make a fuck ton of money. It's it's oh really? It's no. it's going to be massively successful if every other modern reboot of live action things is is to go on. Uh, never forget Riverdale and um, Sabrina the Teenage Witch are are, are doing things. Uh, I forgot those. Those are on Netflix. Those are on Netflix doing what they do. This is probably going to succeed. Boo. Titans. Did that happen? Did we advertise that? Titans. Titans came out. (laughs) Titans came out. I feel like I fucking read an ad read for that. I think I did. Did that happen? I think so, too. But, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we totally did. But we had to. to okay. We had to because we had to balance it out with the read yeah. for um, Inhumans. Inhumans. Yeah, great show. Incredible show. So we had to, we had to, we had to balance it great out. Good show. Good show. Yeah, Titans came in 2018. Fuck Batman. Um, anyway. So, uh, I don't think everyone, um, I don't know if you caught this, I don't know if people have been paying attention, but there is a pretty active DMC5 modding community. They've done things uh, did you see that, uh, like digging out Virgil from the game's code and making him playable. Unfortunately, no Beowulf, but it is what it is. Unfortunately, yeah, you, you do what you can. Well, it turns out that one uh, hitchhiker made a PvP mod as a part of the <laughs> DMC Strive versus Sive uh yeah i don't know mod. how i'm supposed to pronounce that strive striv striversus hey um that was great that's super like that's a super duper sick trailer that that's, that's a that's wildly mod. incredible thing to add in and get working that's drive mod even outside the um versus stuff seems incredibly impressive unbelievable i keep waiting for it to add lots of new stuff to nero for i i because like 
Because I'm like, Dante has so much stuff already, so, I don't have the expertise to hit the, the, the limit. So... And so when, when, when the Hitchhiker Man is like, we gave Dante a shitzillion new things... I'm like, that's cool. I can't do it. Did you watch the Maybe. trailer? I did watch the trailer. I saw a, spe- <laughs> I saw a special appearance from one Wooly Versus I, in that trailer. I remember getting that message, and I was like, you added what? Just frame color up to the gun? And I was like, great. That sounds amazing. And then you see the actual clip of it, and it's like, that is such an opener for possibilities of like nonsense juggle bullshit. Uh it the yeah, it that's huge. That's humongous for Nero. Um so uh DMC Striver Sive is uh adding a lot of fun stuff, but PVP is the fucking that just takes the cake. And yeah, d- dude shot a message like, "Hey, by the way, thanks for getting me into Devil May Cry. I turned it into a fighting game." What? Really? Yeah. That's that. Okay. I'm like, uh, okay. <laughs> Fucking. Am I slightly included in that at all? Because uh, I want credit. I don't know. <laughs> Give hitchhiker. Do I get credit too? I don't know. For now, Give I'm credit. For now, I'm gonna say no. <laughs> I'm gonna say no. Yeah. You don't, because he didn't. He said what he said. But also, yeah. also, he's playing Sundere because he doesn't follow me either. But he, oh shit! <laughs> he's playing Sundere, but he sent the message. He put it in there. His profile says the hype is shit, but he's like, "Hey, I'm, I, I hope maybe what are you gonna? I don't know. Take a look. I don't know. Talk about this on your podcast, maybe. I see you, you Sun Sun bitch. <laughs> Can I have a credit, please? Can I have one credit? I know what you're up to. I know this game. No credit. I won't. I want one credit. No credit. Please. <laughs> He's apparently in chat and tells me to get fucked. Hey, hitchhiker! Perfect. Perfect. What's this up? Great, yo. For real though, your your work is extreme. If, if the person is in fact listening to this, hitchhiker's work on that mod is extremely. Uh, uh, what's the word I want? I want to get a good compliment word, but I want to get a specific compliment word. It's it's prodigious. Like it's it's kind of crazy. Prodigious is a good word. Has been put into that. Uh, but it's crazy what's been put in that mod by a single person in this amount of time. I very sincerely hope that I yeah, okay. I got I got my camera back, so I can look directly into the camera. I very sincerely hope that if there were to be another release of Devil May Cry in the future, the the devs would look at things such as the Strive mod for inspiration. As to what to do, these that are would be a great idea. If they made a re-release, so like a like a fancy version, or a or a or a cool box, a cool box with more features would be rad. And this is a good example of how, what those features would look like. Hey, hitchhiker, yes. you fucking sun sun, look at this. I hit the button. This is a, Where are you at? This is a real Capcom hire this man. Where are you at? For real. What, what button? What button did you hit? What did you do? I, I, I followed him. Oh, okay. Where? What's it's Hitchhiker? How do I... How do I... It's fucking... Spell. Fucking coward. 
trying to trying to get all in there, sliding on in, being like, please notice my mods. Don't even hit the follow button. You got it first, all right? You earned it. You turned DMC I mean, into a careful, fighting game, you Twitter earned it. Your Twitter is terrible. My Twitter's terrible? Your Twitter doesn't have any... It doesn't have nearly enough garbage on it. You need more garbage. I I would disagree. I would say that it has lo- like a, it has a garbage every day at three p.m. and nine p.m. Eastern. Oh, that's good. That's pretty good. Oh, I should retweet this Magneto. Oh wow, look at that! <laughs> I saw it earlier, but I forgot to retweet it. How about that? <laughs> that Magneto throw is pretty good. Oh look, uh, there's the there's the refollow. Well, all is right with the world. Hey, no, seriously, um, anybody that this is bullying is this bullying? I'm 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 initiating somebody with the tough love. It is what it is. They know what's up. They understand the situation. Hey, no, honestly, um, I I'm like we started out by misnaming the thing as Strive versus Ive by um, I'm just I'm fucking you know this is big bullying live on Twitch. And on the podcast, that's good. It's the be- it's the best compliment to somebody who's got the words the hypest shit in their description. I think I think I think one of my favorite things to do is that when somebody follows you, and then you uh, uh, look at them and you're like, oh, you're a artist or game dev or you know mod maker or whatever, and then you go in there and you're like, give me codes for your game now. Yeah, and I'm like, and I'm like, give it, give me, yeah. Give give code. Anyway, hitch- <laughs> I did that. I did that yesterday. And freaked some poor. Person. Hitchhiker, enjoy your retweets of Ab Girls. They're coming your way. Um, I think that uh, it is kind of magic and insane. Anytime somebody cracks open a game and puts it back together with new shit that like functionally works. And yeah, I was looking at uh, at the in particular the technical button is probably the craziest part of it. Oh, so so there's a game called um, there's a game we played on Fisticuffs a while ago, and I replayed it again uh, called Slap City. It's a Smash clone. Do you remember it? It had uh, it had a like businessman that was just like a worm noodle guy that yelled out like stocks and stonks and like fake words and shit like that. Um, and it had the Queen of Explosions and a bunch of other interesting little little wacky characters, right? Uh, it's a it's a it's a it's a Smash clone, but it's really tight and it feels good. And um, I bring it up because it has one of my favorite features in anything called the clutch button, and the clutch button is a context specific modifier for whatever you're doing. So it, okay. right? So if you're doing the Queen of Explosions, if you're doing her Warlock punch, which is like a sliding massive explosion punch, while you're sliding mm-hmm. forward, you tap the clutch button and she reverses directions. It's a modifier to all actions that you can use at all times. Super awesome. So I love well, if, a technical button. If you love people putting game, taking games apart and putting them back together i am shocked you have not played skyrim or new vegas because those games are baffling in that their definitive states 
are like homunculus versions of their original forms. Well, I also happen to like clean faces, Pat. So you do. Uh, okay. Well, you can get that. Yeah. No, those are games. You know, you know what? You know what? People don't give enough credit to one of the first mods that ever comes out in any game that that needs it is clean teeth. Oh my god. Wow. So if the, one of the very first mods that came out for the original Dragon Age, because in Dragon Age they all have like somewhat realistic looking for a medieval era, slightly yellower teeth, and people were like, no, fuck that! Pearly whites! Now, um, I don't know if, like, how do I put this? The types of mods you're describing for, for, for Fallout and Sky, Skyrim are ways to change the single-player experience, right? Not necessarily. The types of mods that blow my mind... Well, elaborate on that in a second. But the type of mods that get my attention are shit like uh, the Dark Souls one you described, where it is a whole new crazy thing, and shit like this, where it's like, there's fucking PvP and new characters. Mm-hmm. The the distinction between that is a little more blurry than I think you are aware appreciate of because like the one that always comes to mind for me is Project Nevada, which from a gameplay perspective functionally changes it into a, a different type of game. Uh, like uh, not a, not out of being an RPG, but it changes it, changes it into a different genre of RPG. Okay. Um, I I I like Zerg Soccer, Dota, and Counter Strike style. Huh. We're using this. I'm using I'm I'm using the bones of this horse to make a soccer. Fuck game. off! I made something else entirely. Yeah, yeah, that shit's crazy. I love that. Um, so yeah, you know who knows? I mean, right now there's PvP. Maybe there might be like a fucking stage uh, 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 expansion where you can have different arenas. I don't know. I don't know. I, I have to take a look, you know. But like that, like seeing that, or talking to um, uh, uh, uh you know, the guy behind Slippy, the uh, excuse me, uh, the the uh, fizzy, the guy who made um rollback for for melee and it implemented it into the game itself through menus wow. and everything with a rank. That's great. You know, like. You know that—that's what I, what I, what I. Big crazy. Yeah, really, really have m- mad respect for that. So, anyway, Devil May Cry Strive. Oh, there he is. Versus I. Check it out. Wait until you see my shit for Virgil. That is fascinating. Beowulf. Is that so even possible? No, you would have to. Here's, you'd have to. Yeah, you. Mm. Let's think for a second, because I can't think of this ever occurring. Let's imagine. Now, this is an imagination, everyone. A scenario in which there was a new version of Devil May Cry that came out that had an extra character in it. Right? Use your imagination. This is crazy. And that was one version of that character. Theater of the Mind. Now let's imagine that this mod person, mod maker person, also made a different version of that character themselves as a mod. And which of these would be preferable to the person, the average person? 
What if the mod one was more enjoyable? Who knows? Would that not be super fucked up? That'd be crazy. I will say this, That'd though. That'd be super nuts. Um, Imagination. Hand-to-hand as a part of the toolkit really does bring it all together. And uh, I think it's important, in addition to Force Edge and Yamato, that he have that. Mm-hmm. Can't go, like, Dark Slayer is nice, but, you know, um, you, you, you need you need all three. I, mm-hmm. uh, I, I await... Oh, if you guys want real imagination, I'll repeat something I said on my stream two weeks ago, or last week, or whatever. Um, so you know how the Fate people always want us to play Fate games? Mm-hmm. Um, I said something on my stream the other day, but I'd like to get it broadcast out there as big as I can, uh, because it needs to be clarified. There is a fate game that I think is real in development, that if it came out and is real, I would totally play that fate game and probably learn about fate. But it's not announced, and it might not be real. And which one's that? So this is the most infuriating part. Because I said that, and everyone went, this one? I'm like, no, dumbass. It's a secret one that hasn't been announced yet. Okay. Well. So if my secret fate game comes out that is probably real, I would totally play that. But until then, suck it. Fate Unlimited Codes 2. I don't know what codes... A.K.A. Then why even talk about it? Because it's fun to do. A.K.A. Fucked. Is that... Wait. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, fine. So, moving on. We got some updates. Turns out, even though the case continues... The judge in Epic Games versus Apple has decided to grant relief. Um, rather, Epic Games is not granted relief to get Fortnite back on the App Store. But no, no, you can't just jam it back on there because you decided to break the uh, terms of agreement deliberately. However. Clearly, also very deliberately, like obviously deliberately. They rendered trailers to celebrate it. Yeah. Uh, But she is ordering Apple to not block development and distribution of Unreal Engine on the App Store. Because that affects way more people than... than just... That's... Exactly. So this... the, the, The Piss Baby Kaiju fight can fuck up people that are just using the engine for their own games, and obviously uh, that's bad. So the judge then uh, steps in to stop that from happening. This Piss Baby Kaiju fight is escalating big time, and it is the funniest thing in the fucking world. It is so fucking hilarious. Uh, Like, it has become so obvious that, like... Epic did this on purpose. It's so like well, the oh quote, God. the literal quote. She, the judge says, is the current predicament appears to be of Epic's own making, as they strategically <laughs> chose to breach agreements with Apple. Yeah, it's like it's it, no one's falling for it. So right. Also, the funniest thing that happened last week was a- a- Apple just put out a bunch of emails they had with Tim Sweeney, like begging them for special treatment. 
they're Tim Sweeney's like, come on, guy, please let us do come on stored. No, no. And then and Microsoft like, jumped no, in. We don't want to. with the striker assist. And, and Microsoft was like, yeah, Apple smells. <laughs> please try Edge. It's good now. <laughs> that fucking oh my god. <laughs> Trying to move, like reinstalling shit on a PC, and and uh, as you so succinctly put it, Edge going, man, I'll suck your dick. Come on, give it a chance. Come on, give Holy it a chance. Shit. It's fucking so embarrassing. <sighs> yeah. There's another Tim Sweeney looking at the big apple in the sky. Come on, guys. That's another boomerass. I don't want to do it. Boomerass reference it because uh, it's like, oh, wow, don't be a menace reference. And it's like, no, menace to society, the place that the scene came from. Uh, yeah, I, uh, I, 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 I await the results of this kaiju battle. But for now, the judge seems to have a pretty good grasp of what's going on. I, I felt, I felt like a real like sense of of like everyone involved in this so i believe like okay how, how, how do i put this apple is bad to run a monopoly on their os and they probably should get that 30 percent thing and same thing with android and that's probably good for everybody right um they're scum horrible uh fortnite sorry fortnite god um, fucking uh, Epic is just attempting to just be Monopoly men for Tencent, and they're all just laughably evil hypocrites. Mm-hmm. And Microsoft is the worst. Um, and I hope everything goes terrible for... I hope they all lose. I hope somehow... Well, that's not going to happen. Everyone involved in this situation loses. That will not happen. And at least one of them gets eaten by a bear. They're not physical things. Someone that works there could get eaten by a bear. Let me filter that a little bit. I hope that somehow, through the fallout of the kaiju battle... um. Mm-hmm. I don't know, let's say like Devolver is powered up indirectly uh-huh. through the... Alright, let me let me let me be slightly more specific because maybe my thing was a little confusing. I hope Tim Sweeney and Tim Cook get trapped in the room, in a room together with a hungry bear. Okay. Okay. And um... They get too distracted arguing about their money to notice the bear, and then the bear eats them. Did you know that if you only eat vegetables, <laughs> you can survive a bear attacking you? Oh, bear won't bear won't like you as much. All you have you to be, uh, you won't just switch your diet up, mm-hmm. and then the then the bear is going to be like, "Oh, I'll leave you alone," I guess. Mm-hmm. Um. Hey, yeah. I want from a the ashes a man named Tim, I guess. From the ashes, Stadia <laughs> powers up. How about that? There you go. Stadia rises. <laughs> I I think 
I think that uh, Jim Sterling's tweet the other day where he woke up at 7.44 a.m. and just tweeted the words Google Stadia, <laughs> period, <laughs> is legit one of the funniest tweets I've ever seen in my life. <sighs> because I saw it and I remembered that it existed and I just fucking laughed and laughed. Any updates on... Uh... <laughs> Fucking nothing. Nothing, huh? Nothing. I mean, the Reddit, the Stadia Reddit, was <laughs> like, that was the place to be a couple weeks ago. Like, the true believers were all slowly losing hope. Faith was uh, shaken. But I think that Stadia Works continues to be dead silent and the funniest thing, I think, is the last tweet on the Stadia Works account from January 17th of this year is mm-hmm. all the Stadia haters have been quieting down, I see. Fucking incredible. <laughs> Fucking Hey, let me incredible. let me bump that. There we go. <laughs> yeah, please. Please. Fucking strong. Strong. Stadia works. Don't believe the haters. And don't come at me with this Stadia fan bullshit. That's not the original account. That's a parody. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's get going. Let's get going. All right. Okay. You read about... Like away from the stadia? Away from the stadia and towards somewhere uh-huh. safe, like the sinking city. Like. Oh, cool. What's going on with them? Oh, they're fucked. What the hell? Okay, so I don't know much about this Cthulhu game. Um, uh, It's weird. I was hoping. I played it. It's super You could weird. fill in some blanks here. Uh, So I can fill in a blank. It is a Cthulhu flavored version of the Sherlock Holmes games. Okay. You know, like Sherlock Holmes Crimes and Punishments yep. and shit like that, and The Devil's Daughter. Yep. It's it's the it's the Cthulhu version of that. That's a cool crossover. Um, it sure I is. I like the idea and that game is of that protagonist in that setting. Oh, it's not that protagonist. It's it's just you know, it's totally unique, everything but Cthulhu okay. instead of okay. Sherlock Holmes. Um, it's jank as fuck. It is jank as fuck, but it's really interesting. Okay. Like, it's one of those. It's like, oh, cool. Cool. Oh, that sucks. Oh, cool. Um, and, um, I, they announced this big statement about why the game's gotten pulled off Steam and, and whatnot, and it is fairly complicated. I don't understand. I read it. What is happening? I read it and then reread it again, and I think I have a grasp here. Essentially, the letter they put out more or less describes the fact that the problem is that they could have simplified it by describing the company that they're currently um, litigating with as a publisher, but they did not use the right. word publisher, and that created mm-hmm. some confusion. But um, uh, it seems that. Uh, Frogwares, the developers behind the Sinking City, uh, were 
in uh they were in a contract uh with bb nacon and not bacon bb nacon were the publishers they agreed to a deal for them to uh sell and commercialize the game on four platforms that's that's pub- mm-hmm. that that sounds like publishing to me they didn't say the word but that's yeah. what that sounds like right um so there were there uh they were going to handle uh uh the the sale and commercialization of the game on consoles uh, and steam and then later on the epic game store um the intellectual property still belongs to frogwares um and uh the deal they had was essentially to uh work with them and then they and then the the uh BB Nacon would be receiving uh obviously money for what goes up on those those ports and then paying frogwares from that so they mm-hmm. uh basically at some point it says that they stopped sending them money they didn't uh, they didn't pay their employees on time yeah. they were more or less holding out funds from them and they had to fight in many cases to get them to pay up what they owed in some cases payments were 40 days late so prior to the game coming out they had these struggles to begin with which you know always a uh, uh, a great sign when you're in a deal with somebody who uh, holds out money that they owe you you know that things are going to fucking mm-hmm. go swimmingly from there um and uh then they continued because they were committed to their contract to work on the game and then they did uh at some point there was a what was it so there was an attempt to stop them from working on it as BB Nacon yeah. hired a different studio and tried to bring them in and then basically said uh, stop working on the sinking city and send us your code and uh, that'll be the end of our deal. But uh, Frogwares was like, we own this IP and we own this code. You only have the rights to sell and commercialize the game on four platforms. You do not get mm-hmm. to own the game or our code. So uh, they didn't do that. Uh, there was no, there was silence between the two companies, and then eventually, uh, Frogwares completed its contract and finished the game. Um, gave it to BB Nacon. BB Nacon put that out. Uh, and then after the game was released, they then filed to cancel the contract between them and say that there yeah, was. under, uh, COVID laws in France. But the game was already completed. Which means that's... And successful, which meant the COVID laws apparently wouldn't apply. Uh, so BB Nacon's attempt to do that was um, bullshit. So Frogwares yeah. at this point goes, what the fuck are you doing? And attempts to, yeah. uh, you know, again, get into a, uh, a negotiation. They do not uh, attempt to... Uh, I think the word wing was like, um, mend the breach, according to the, the contract. Mm-hmm. And then they stop paying them altogether. So, uh, Frogwares is no longer receiving any money for the game they made. And the publisher is basically ignoring all communication at that point. 
So now they're mm-hmm. basically so now Frogwares is saying, well, we have no choice but to legally pursue action. And we're taking the game down from the stores because as it stands, the game is making money that is being held from us, us. And the publisher yeah. is refusing to give us the money we are owed for making the game. So we're taking the game down until we can figure this out. But we do have it for sale on our site directly with a DRM free version. Mm-hmm. So for anyone that currently bought the Sinking City, um, Whatever it's there, they have it. But anyone that's trying to buy it now, oh, yeah, I just checked. I still have you still it have it if you bought it. That money went to the publisher and is being kept from the developer. And the uh, version that you can now buy, as it's been removed from the stores, is the DRM-free version from Frogware's website directly. But legally, they have to dispute and figure out what's going on with all the sales up until now because the publisher. Uh, owes Frogwares a lot of money. That's what I understand. It's a fucking mess. Sounds like a greedy asshole runs a publisher company and um, is one of those like, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll get... You know, I've I've never heard that story before. I'm good for it, I swear. And they, they work with a, 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 a fucking uh, developer in the Ukraine... And they go, ah, fuck these former Soviet bloc idiots. Uh, we can push around anybody in the Ukraine. As publishers like to do. You could imagine the type, right? When Again, pre-release, late payments, chasing down someone to pay you. And then you get that little like, um, hey, man, where's where's the money that you're supposed to send? And it's like, um, oh, yeah, 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 yeah no, no, uh, uh, I'll get right on that. Okay, cool. And then like, you know... Sometime later, hey, I never got that that money you were supposed to set give me, and it's like, oh shit, right, yeah, okay, no, no problem. It's uh, I, I sent it right now. It's in, it's right. It's on its way, and it's like, wait, but you said you sent it already. What the fuck? What is that? Mm-hmm. You know, uh, you know the types. You know the types, and oftentimes they are in charge of making big decisions. And many cases, yeah, every, every they got to that seat based on that ever- attitude. Every time I've ever forgotten to give somebody a check or something like that, and they bring it up, I'm mortified. Mm-hmm. I, it's it's the worst feeling in the yeah, world. Yeah, it's not it's, great. And then I I always 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 do it within like five minutes, and then I always just uh, like usually if uh, just like here's here's extra. I'm so I feel so bad. But the moment that you go, oh yeah, I sent it, and that's not true. Mm-hmm. Fucking scum. Scum. You definitely, like, <laughs> man, I used to work a place where mm-hmm. the regular day-to-day was get your paycheck on paycheck day, and before oh, you exactly even open it, before you even open it, walk to the paycheck complaints line to complain about the hours that are missing from your paycheck. Like, don't even check. Like, just get it. And that line is huge. You need to get there so that you'll be able to get out because it's past five o'clock. Walk to the line, open up your check while you're in line. And and sure enough, lo and behold, you've cut hours off of my check that I did work. You fucking scumbags. Every, every, every single week it was, uh, it was the, it was, it's one of those things where, 
um, when I worked at the when I worked at the grocery store, uh, originally we did not have a punch card, right? And without the punch card, every single motherfucking week, it would be, hey, um, I stayed an extra hour because you asked me, and that's not on here. And they go, oh, our mistake is because it wasn't on the schedule, right? Um, and then eventually. A new owner comes in and goes, we're going to have fucking punch cards because, you know, people are taking, I think that guy took a 20-minute break instead of a 15, and that's wasting us money. And this backfired horribly, like horrible, because at the end of the week, you just grab your card and your paycheck and walk up and go, you fucked this up. Mm -hmm. Look, Mm -hmm. look, it's fucked up. I finished 20 minutes late every day this week. It proves that you get extra money, <laughs> not less, <laughs> for the job. Yeah. I think I talked about the, um, the, the, the extremely brief experiment with, uh, timers on your, on your workstation when you lock it to go to the bathroom and just a little uh-huh. clock that starts as soon as you lock it. Just to, just so that the big number is there and everyone can see it. Just to panic you and shame you and show how long you've been taking a shit for, you know? Uh-huh. And, uh, yeah, that fucking went away right quick. You're just adding stress uh, yeah. to everyone's fucking head for nothing. I, uh, we were supposed to get a 15-minute break because it's mandated. But I would always, like, literally almost every single day have to stay an extra 10 minutes because to close up or whatever. And so I just started taking 20 minutes on every break. And then I got called in and I'm like, yeah, well, I'm staying longer than I'm scheduled because you screw up the thing. Schedule me to 10.15. No? Okay. I worked exactly eight hours. What's the problem? And that just happened over and over and over and over. Hey, you know what? And eventually they just got tired of it. It's time to pick up smoking because smokers get more breaks than non-smokers. They sure do. Literally start smoking so that you have an excuse to go outside, perhaps even with the boss, and get more time to chill than people who don't fucking smoke. (laughs) Like, that is real. Super real. And it's fucked up. But that's just the way it goes. I think my favorite ever, my favorite ever was after like six years of this garbage, right? And I think I've told the story before about like uh, the story before about how like all the freezers would always break and leak everywhere, like all the time. And it's like, okay, it's 9.55 p.m. All right, what's going on? Here's what's going on. Every freezer in the fucking building breaks. Okay. Boss runs up to me. It's at now 9.56. Pat, oh god, all the freezers are broken. You're still here, right? I'm going, yeah, till 10. They go, well, you gotta stay. We gotta save this meat. I'm like, I don't care. The fuck do I give a shit? Like, okay, well, we'll pay you. I'm like, yeah, you would have to. Are you gonna pay me time and a half? No. Well, you, you, ha- you have to stay. I'm telling you, you have to stay. I'm like, okay, don't, oh, all right. Let me go uh, get my uh, my shit in my locker, and uh, and then I'll then I'll 
whatever. And then they turned around to go to the freezers, and I walked right to my punch card and punched the fuck out and left. Yeah. And then the next time I went in, they're fucking pissed. Yep. Boy, were they fucking pissed. Yep. <laughs> How'd you play that? You scheduled me till 10. Every every single week, every single person that worked there on cash or otherwise said, you need to schedule me till 1030 because we're here till 1030. And we are arguing with you every single week. Every single week. Ballsy to assume over no, the extra minutes. Ballsy to assume no end. recourse on that because, you know, not everybody has the liberty of, like, not get. There was no recourse. Because there's no legal the- recourse, but, like, people will make your life a living hell for just not being a team player and taking the hit, you know? So that's the best part is that there was no recourse at all because the grocery store union was actually super good. Okay. And every three months that you worked there to get fired, you needed three written warnings followed by two meetings. And that was that would stack up. So since I had been there for six or seven years, they would have to give me uh, 29 weeks of written warnings <laughs> and like 10 in-person meetings okay. to even discuss firing. So you had, you had grocery um, store tenure. I had go- I had grocery store tenure, and um, the the deal with the people who worked there, who would be like, um, like I can't believe you're not a team player or whatever, is that when you run a place that badly, everyone hates it, and everyone's like, yeah, fucking go. Mm-hmm. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna like it's this thing of like sneaking out of your job when your shift is over. That is like the absolute ultimate of how fucked mm-hmm. it is. Of like, I finished half an hour ago. Yeah. The only the only reason that this whole situation worked is one, there was a good union, and two, in Quebec at least, once you punch, if you work, it's illegal. Like every minute on the like off the clock is big illegal, and people will get very mad. Well, unfortunately, standing in line to wait for your correction on your paycheck. Uh, for 45 doesn't minutes, count doesn't as, count as working. So That's great. Yeah. Have you ever had the adrenaline rush of a bounced check? There is nothing yeah. that fires up oh, that's... the synapses, <laughs> that clears your sinuses, that wakes you the fuck up than a bounced paycheck. Boy... That's, Boy, are that's, you alert. So, you know what, Willie? I've described this emotion before, and I'm glad that you're describing it now. It is the emotion. It is legitimately exciting. And it is, I'm going to get to have a big, big motherfucking fight in which I am 100% right. There's no way I can be wrong. I'm 100% in the clear. I get to throw a fucking adult tantrum. For real, and no one can stop me. My landlord has post-dated checks. How dare you push your bounce onto me and my living situation? You fucking ingrate. Like, oh, don't bounce a check. I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll do you one better. I'll do you one better. And it's a, it's a somewhat mm. combination of the two mm. things we've been talking about. 
grocery store used direct deposit. Yes. Didn't use checks. Yes, yes, yes. That's that's which means you don't get a bounce right. check. What you get is I'm gonna pay for something and then your cards decline. Mm-hmm. Your debit card is declined. Mm-hmm. And you go That's impossible. X like I worked X hours, blah 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 blah. Today is Tuesday or whatever the day was that I should have I should easily be able to pay for the sandwich. What the fuck mm-hmm. is going on? Mm-hmm. It's the it's the it's like you don't even get the benefit of knowing that you're broke. <laughs> you you just you just find out that you're broke. Yeah, someone just reminded me. I totally read this stat the other day. Wage theft is way more uh, hap- uh, uh like the the sum total of wage theft is massive by comparison to actual property theft. Oh, absolutely. Like it is the largest form of of like, it's the largest classification of 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 theft. Uh, 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 as is the easy, the easy, it's way it's, easier to just not give someone money than it is to take money away. You know, and like someone's stealing money from you, go stand in line and like file a a, a complaint and hope that they decide to give it back to you. You you know who uh you know who me and my uh coworkers hated more than anyone else at work. We hated them more than the bosses, even. It was like the two or three guys who were just working there as a part-time job and didn't actually care about money at all. They were just doing it for their parents or whatever. And when they got bummed on their on their paychecks, they didn't bother to bring it up. Because that made it okay. Those guys, those guys made it funk- fucking financially feasible to stiff us. They made it. They made it okay every single mm-hmm, week. Mm-hmm. 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 They were the actual fucking worst. Like, congrats. I have to fight for my cash every single week because you're too lazy to go, hey, bitch, give me my money. Once. Awful. Ugh. I am probably owed, like, like thousands and thousands of dollars in back pay that I never, like, never caught. And so are you, very likely. Oh. Absolutely. Um, I mean, you had to, the mental math of your owed extra check, like your owed makeup, whatever, blah, 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 you have to then subtract that from the next check you are owed and do the math because they're, Every time. they're paying you what they fucking stole from you plus what they're currently stealing from you. So you have to be on your shit to make sure they're not double stealing from you. Yeah, and then there'd be dumbasses go, wow, I got a really big check this week. Yeah, because you got nothing last yeah. week. Yeah. They forgot to pay you entirely. Well, anyway. Um, Say what you will about fucking Twitch. They fucking pay me on time. It does. It The, the trains do run on time. <laughs> Here at Twitch. <laughs> Um, and I've gotten, I've got, I got a goddamn message once from Twitch that says we screwed up the math. Here's extra. Money. I got, I got that bunch. too. I got that too. Right. It, it, it was like a couple hundred bucks or whatever, but it was like, oh, sick. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Great. Uh, speaking of marks, have you seen, hold on, hold on. Let me make sure I get this right. 
Talk about Wukong, you fucks. When are you going to talk about Wukong? Man, you know what? That's a great that's a great rallying cry to let you know that I have to use the washroom. So I'm going to just I have masturbated 12 times to Wukong. I'm I'm just going to leave. I'm going to be gone for 2-3 minutes. I have to pee. Enjoy your Wukong, everybody. Okay, well, let's talk about Wukong. Have you guys seen the trailer for Wukong? Did you see the monkey? And then the guy that turns into the thing? And then he does the, 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 the magic and he pulls the staff out? It was like Dark Souls, but it was really pretty. Wow! Trailer was pretty sick. Um, there was a little bit of jank in a very specific way it's like interesting because it's like this is a gorgeous uh uh, trailer and this is a um this is a a a a beautiful beautiful uh uh uh, uh, no whatever anyway beautiful trailer for a game and uh i feel like um we're going to need to see, I guess, like kind of how uh, 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 the, the 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 real thing shapes up um, when it comes down to gameplay. With that, thirteen minutes get, did give a feel, but it still felt like an extraordinarily scripted uh, um, thirteen minutes. And what was it? There was something. There was a sound effect of the character getting hit that sounded a little off there was something about it i don't remember if it was like like it was like either like a a blood splattering kind of noise or like the wolf hitting the rocks or the tiles on the ground um but it was just a little little bit of a of a weird touch to it but it's 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 definitely doing um you're seeing some massive cues from like hey look it's 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 bloodborne crawling on top of that roof and it's jumping at you, and the particle effects are high, and um, yeah, and it beats up the guys, and it looks like a pretty cool Journey to the West story. So we'll see, we'll see, we'll see what's going on. China's working on, um, or Tencent, I should say, is working on this game. Uh, Black Myth, Wu Kong. Uh, what's the name of the studio here? Because, um, again, it's like the. St- the trailer, I don't know what it is, but it just, there's a level of polish I'm seeing that I'm like, there's some stuff in this trailer, a game science, thank you. X10 cent employees at game science. There's some stuff in this trailer where I'm like, I, I, I don't believe you. I don't believe you. I think something else is going on here, you know? Um, but, it says this gameplay footage is directly recorded from a pre-alpha game build. Work in progress does not represent the final uh, version of the game. That's again the fucking horseshit <laughs> that you get in all of these trailers. Like, yeah, all right, sure. Um, this insanely polished thing is pre-alpha. Those are some pre-alpha water uh reflections some pre-alpha light refractions pre-alpha uh foliage and greenery and shrubbery like come the fuck on with this 
Um, now, do you think? I don't like. I don't. I def. I don't think. Like, it does go into gameplay. So I don't think we're looking at a rendered, th- like purely rendered video. Like, the gameplay looks like gameplay is happening. Um, but, but I need. I. 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 Yeah. I need to see a little bit more. I need to see a little bit more. I don't know if what's going on. I don't know how much of this is actually real. Um. And by real, I mean, like, this is a vertical slice, for sure. This is a vertical slice. Um, it's all, it's, it's very likely that, like, this is what exists of it. Um, but providing if, look, if this is not a lie, then, uh, it looks cool. And if it is a lie, then we were lied to. You know, that's that's all I can really say. Hey, I'm back. Who lied to you about what? Wukong. Black Myth. Oh, I thought I had missed it. Fucking talk about Wukong! Have you seen retweet? I don't. Wukong! Yeah. I don't care, and you can't make me care. It's a uh, Souls-like game involving... um, the journey to the west mythos son goku and a staff and he does a lot of transformations and the thir- and it's 13 minutes of gameplay but it might be a lie yeah it's possible it's always possible did you do you know, did you see it at all do you know what i'm talking about at all yeah i saw i saw it a little I saw it a little look cool i guess okay i hate journey to the west like I hate it. I've seen bad renditions of it, and I've seen really cool ones. Um, I played Enslaved to completion, so I never touched Enslaved. That's probably ah. a bad one. I oh really? There's a comic series called uh, Zin that was fucking awesome, super good version of Journey to the West. Uh, Sanson, Sanson is a cool character from Marvel vs. Capcom too. That's- I'll agree with that. I think I. I could I could care for a Goku. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a ridiculously high budget uh, 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 movie that came to Fantasia that was like so silly, but whatever. It was just shiny lights and and flashing fucking lasers as 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 they had their own thing, and you know it was bad, but like some of the action was cool. Um, yeah. There's, there's, some, I don't know. There's just there's little, there's little things where you're like, uh, jank is not the right word for it, but it's like, it's like, it, it's, but it's like you have access to the tools to make this really pretty world and character and stuff, but there's a little bit of, there's a little bit of like, um, something's a little bit off. You know, it's hard to put your finger on yeah. what. So, uh, someone says this video was made for recruitment purposes. The devs even talked about the shortcomings they had with the current build. Uh, so have some faith. Uh, someone else says this is a lie. It is not real. Do not trust it. Good, good, good. Nice combination there. Of so emotions. Uh, take it. So there you go. There you go. We'll see. We'll see. I hope it's real because if it is, like that's a pretty new game. That would be cool. He does all these Goku powers, like um, creating copies. Oh wow! Of I himself. think it, I think it would be really cool. 
for Wukong the Monkey King to do a Goku because I think Goku's much cooler than Wukong. That's what I think. And that I think Wukong could learn a two or one thing from Goku. Uh, Goku came first. Probably the coolest version of Journey to the West that I can think of is a giant ass tome um by oh, you're looking for a book I'm here. pulling it up yeah. yeah here we go uh Terada Katsuya uh, uh, a really cool artist he had a series called Rakuga King and um he did his own journey to the west comic and he does this amazing gorgeous fucking art and like that's some of the hottest shit ever it's like it's it's tech plus tradition and um anyway there's some cool there's some cool versions out there that's all i'm trying to say um the best thing goku ever did was cut his tail off and stop being a monkey hey where did the where did this 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 whole next bit thing come from who the oh, fuck who God. the fuck are these uh, people where, so that was yelling about that next was bit off that was my uh that was my stream for sure and that was I was going for an absolute dumbass fucking joke. I think it was a bunch of puns. Um, and somebody in the chat just started screaming in all caps next bit. And I was like, you know what? That is what is happening, isn't it? That is what is actually always happening. Is like you're doing it you're doing a, a goof, you're doing a joke, you're doing a gab. Okay. And it's fucking bombing okay and you're like ah fuck it and so as as such when i have started to have my bad opinions or my make fun of the people for fun in my own penile amusement people start to yell at me to do the next bit okay i appreciate the context because i assume that is spreading outwards uh when i see it uh not not on not on woolly versus mainly here but when i see it not knowing that context I am inclined to fucking sit on the bit because that is some audacious shit. Exactly. Exactly. Go fuck yourself. That's the best part. (laughs) I've never felt a more holy shit go fuck yourself when I I see that. I I changed my name to Pat Stares at Ways to Kill Superman, and I've been thinking about ways to kill Superman for a couple days. And every now and then, somebody will be like, next bit. And every time that happens, a new dumb Superman tweet happens. Yeah. Like a hundred percent of the you, time. You have what if to un- we baked Superman into a giant pie? You have to understand uh, the that that the unironic use of of that without the context you just described, especially. Yeah, is like nothing has nothing will compel me more to sit on the bit until you go away. Yeah, <laughs> and then once you're gone, we'll move on to the next bit. Yeah, that is that is some spike no, power. So- a really good example, right? As I have a puppy over there, he's sleeping, he's snoring, his his tongue is out, he blepping. Is uh, when you have a puppy, and if you just kind of you know pull on their leash or whatever, sometimes the puppy is going to go, "No, I don't want to," because force means mm-hmm. resistance. Mm-hmm. Pull equals brace. Mm-hmm. So when somebody tells me not to talk about my puppy, mm-hmm. I engage in a series of events 
in which not only will I engage with the puppy, the puppy's fluids <laughs> will attack my body. There you go. In full view of all of you. Yeah. And then at some point, I will interrupt the stream of consciousness to tell everyone that he has an adorable puppy, Mushmouth, and I give him kisses and I love him. Well, there's no way to make somebody want to do something more than to just tell them to stop doing it out of nowhere. I do appreciate the context, and now I know that next bit is a joke, and uh, it is never to be taken seriously. No one is saying it. Ever. Unless they're saying it ironically. It's all I have seen within good humor. Be like, I, have, I have seen, like, go back to the old bit. Previous bit, bit. is really bad. Previous bit. The previous bit. It's a good previous bit is for real, I believe. Do like, other oh God. internet stream video game content people even have like bits? Do the, like in the terms of I don't, I don't, like we I, they do I, in the way that we use it, but does anyone use the term bit in the way we use it? Like I, like comedian speak. I feel like obviously I'm gonna speak for my own stream, and I can speak for Paige's stream a little bit, and obviously yours. There feels like in the in the Super Beast extended universe, I'm going to include Plague as well, that where other content creators will go behind the curtain, I feel like there's never been a curtain. Ever. Not really. Right? Like, Plague will just be on his shit, and you'll be like, oh man, he's doing that shit. Mm-hmm. Right? Or, or Paige will be crying... Because of uh, some Fall Guys uh, memory shenanigans or a windmill. Mm-hmm. And you'll be like, haha, good bit. And she'll have tears in her eyes go, yeah, good bit. Right. <laughs> totally a bit. <laughs> right? The, the curtain's gone. I don't think we ever even had There much. was never a curtain. There was never a curtain, <laughs> right? nor there was a glass. Except for the one that she walked through. Oh, you caught you got you caught up with that with, what? The, with the new glass. New glass, no. Oh, you're talking about the old glass. Old glass, old glass. Yeah, that happened again. Oh yeah, sick. Yeah, again, she came home with a big red mark on her forehead because she saw like a a shiny purse. Just just brained herself. Almost died. Might have had a concussion. Good shit. Yeah, that's good. <sighs> Listen, Nintendo's making a new Switch in 2021, and it's possibly going to be 4K. Okay. Yeah, sure. Hardware upgrade. Um, it's gonna be. It's gonna be called. It's gonna be called the new car smell. Switch 3DS. They might call it like re-switch. You know, um, but apparently the point is to compete with the ever-growing market. Yeah. So when we get a PS5 and an Xbox Series X coming out, aka an XX, we're gonna need something new for the Nintendo uh, 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 shelf space. Yeah. So they're bringing out some sort of new skew. I mean, it's 4K. That's cool. There's some other changes sure. I could I could ask for. Um, I would uh, I would. Here's what I want. I want a thing that can display in 4K, but no one bothers, and just get those frame rates up to 30 at least. God, I will take an Ethernet port. Oh yeah, yeah. Just just 
put the fucking port on the thing. Or in the dock. In the dock. dock. That's what I mean. In the dock. I mean in the dock. Please put it in the dock. I know. I know. There's an uh, there's a, a an, ad- an adapter. I'm not talking about the adapter. There's only two slots. You need them. I'm talking about the so fucking. So it's gonna be. It's dock. gonna be called. Uh, I just saw somebody nail it. It's gonna be called the new switch. Mm-hmm. The it has to be the new the switch. new switch. And then the new and then the one after that will be called the new switch again. We joke, but video game console names have become more terrible than we ever imagined. What's the last good one? PlayStation 5. Because it has no confusion. I guess. I always felt... Well, you know... I never liked PlayStation as a name. I always just... We just got used to it. But I've never really liked it. I've always felt like it sounds like a club. (laughs) PlayStation sounds like a strip club. Like yeah, totally. I'm never. I've never enjoyed that particularly. Um, my 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 quality level for for console names is whether or not you know it. What it is. Mm-hmm. I think. Right. I, I okay. I liked Dreamcast, but not when you find out that it was uh, Project Dolphin, or that we also could have had Project Katana. Project Katana. You know that means Japanese sword. So. Nintendo. Um, every. Every single one of Microsoft's is the worst name that's ever been done. Mm-hmm. They're and they're the winners. When you work on uh, games using the, for the for the Wii, when when the Wii came out with with the dev kits, all the naming conventions of their documents and the discs were all literally using Revolution and RVL yeah. as their codes. So they had Revolution as the functioning thing. You know, still have those codes on uh, on the boxes. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. Anyway, console names have definitely gone down. Um, Wooly, there's nothing wrong with PlayStation. Just stop it, especially when you have Game Boy. So just stop it. No, I think I think we can do better Game than Boy's that. Game Boy's way better than PlayStation. I think we can do better than that. We've gotten used to PlayStation, Game, but it's not. Game it's Boy, definitely not my favorite. Game Boy's way better than PlayStation. I say Sega has go the. To a, you could go to a Game Boy Hooters. Sega's Sega's has the best uh, library of names. Genesis, yeah, I'd agree. Saturn, Dreamcast, Dreamcast. Even the Master System's a good name. Nomad. Yeah, it's good. Great names. Those are good names. Yeah, Mega Drive. Mega Drive. Mega Drive is really good. Yep. Sega Sega was was definitely the strongest of all with the names. Sega's the Sega's the the best. Uh, Sony is nice and average because they it's literally the same thing every time. Yep. Microsoft is overall the worst by a massive margin. And Nintendo special trips like, over its own special. Ni- yeah. Nintendo gets that the new Nintendo 3DS XL as the actual worst title for any device ever. Well, I don't think we had to think hard about, like, whenever it was revolving around the word Nintendo, because it's like, yeah, it's the name of the company, so whatever. It's an S. It's a Super NES. It's a 64. Like, all of that was just like, you don't think too hard about it. It's the brand. The company is the brand, you know? Um, But yeah. My mother still, to this day asks me if I am enjoying the new Nintendo. The new Nintendo. It it worked, man. It worked. Oh, and the one time PlayStation swerved away, they went with life. So 
there's that. You know, yeah. Um, kudos Sega. Anyway, that's going on next year. Dragon's Dogma uh, anime trailer. Some 3D stuff. Uh, I was pretty impressed by the voice acting because it seems like they, if they didn't get the actual voice actors, they got a bunch of sound alikes. Oh, like these are characters. Dragon these are dead on. These are characters from the game. Yes, I thought you create a character and a pawn. You do, but are these like plot people that are? I mean, Gregory's going to be Gregory, right? Are Dragon's these... going to be the dragon. Are these NPCs in the game that are not the player character? No. Okay, but uh, I mean, there there were a lot of miscellaneous characters here or there. Are these just the the canonical looks for the player yeah, the, characters? The, 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 the main guy looks like the, the generic guy on the box art okay. for Dragon's Dogma. And his wife looks like your cousin, which is really kind of weird. Don't worry about that. Sure. Much. I see a dragon. It's burning things, and it looks like a dragon. Dragon's Dogma is really cool. I hope this thing is also really cool. It looks really 3D as shit, though. looks very 3D. Very 3D. Better than Berserk 3D. Much better. Significantly better than Berserk 3D, but very 3D for sure. It doesn't have the wind is pushing me. Uh, And seeing the dragon flap its wings, I was like, okay, it's not stiff. You know? But, um, yeah, we'll have to see, I suppose. Nothing in this trailer, though. I'll say this: as someone who you told me about how good the game is, um, it's incredible. Nothing in this trailer uh, really reaches past typical fantasy. Mm-hmm. So, I'm, I'm. It is in fact gonna have to wait and see. Um, hilariously old-fashioned classic fantasy. That red dragon is literally the dragon and the back of every one of my old comics from Dungeon Siege. So, um, you remember what you thought Dark Souls looked like? Mm-hmm. That's what Dragon's Dogma actually looks like. Yeah. Yeah. It, it is It is like, this is not just a griffin. That is the Ur-Griffin. This is the, the griffinist... Griffin that has ever looked like a griffin. Yeah, no, the, the red ever. dragon, like, when you see how straightforward they play it, it's clear that they're not really going to go for that much else that isn't traditional. But if the events occurring around these uh, generic things is good, then that's good. But like somebody somebody really pointed out perfectly in the chat, which is like the dragon that you fight looks like the TSR logo. Yeah, the T. Exactly, exactly. The fucking the dude. I'm telling you, man. Those those dungeon siege ads. Um, am I thinking of is dungeon siege? Is it? Maybe I'm thinking of something else. But there's a red dragon on the back of all these Marvel comics protecting the board game and the gold, and you're like, fuck it, hell. That's such a such a TSR logo. Yeah. Um. And uh, what I will say is that I also watched Castlevania uh, and saw the trailer for that as someone who was outside of, you know, that sort of thing. And I, and I feel like that the, the flavor there felt much more unique just on a teaser, you know? So um, Yeah, I would agree. I would agree with that. 
This might this might end. Dragon's up. Dogma has a lot of really 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 cool shit, but a lot of that is in the playing. Hmm. Itsuno-san's team's controls are not going to fucking, you know, cross the gap into anime. Hmm. Dungeons and Dragons ads. Okay, that's what it was. Yeah, it was just straight up traditional Dungeons and Dragons ads on those comics. Right, 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 right. Um, There's a couple little Easter eggs I'd like for them to put in there. But uh, I'm definitely going to watch it. I want um, every single scene in which takes place in Grand Soren, which is the big city. I want to have a fucking voice clip of that asshole going, Masterworks all, you can't go wrong in the background per episode i want it to confuse watchers and have them hate it that's a reference okay i thought you were I, oh you, you you've been seeing that and just didn't know i thought masterworks all was saying you, you you can't go wrong was saying that everything that we're talking about castlevania and dragon's dogma and all this were all amazing and no, you can't go wrong a, watching the, them. the main merchant in Dragon's Dogma that you go to almost every time. Okay. Every single time you click on him, he says, Masterworks, all you can't go wrong. Uh. It is the most played sound file in the game by a massive magnitude. It, it, it is the Dragon's Dogma equivalent of Get Out of Here, Stalker. Okay. Fuck, I love Get Out of Here, Stalker. But do you know your history? I don't. Can Call of Duty help me know my history? It can. Did you know that... Don't worry about it years ago. Nothing happened here. I did know that many years ago, in this place, nothing happened at all. Activision... Removes Tiananmen Square footage from Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War trailer. It lasted less than a second, but a brief snippet of Tiananmen Square footage was in the trailer for Call of Duty Black Ops. And, uh, the trailer was then banned in China, uh, and Activision has replaced it with a new edited version worldwide. This is the best. Because every single time one of these shooters comes out, there's the same interview with the director and the producer where they explain Ubisoft's the worst at it, but Activision's pretty bad, in which they explain like, man, we're just asking questions, not about politics at all, man. This is a Call of Duty Cold War. It is about a decades-long struggle of a war that was only fought politically. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then the fucking tagline of the game is know your history or be doomed to repeat it. Mm -hmm. And then they, without a shred of irony, just start snipping out historical footnotes. Uh Like, uh, at the single, like, at the instant anyone complains. Not this history, though. This history got a little too hot. Know your other history. It is the most coward, bitch, fuck, loser, like, ride the line of what people will not complain about fucking look of any game's message ever. It is your entire leg in your mouth. 
Yeah. It's like... Now, of course, China is going to have a problem with this happening. And I remember there was a... um, As the... They were hitting... They were coming up on... um, the anniversary of it the other day and there was a wonder there was a discuss a slight discussion about like is it is it possible there might be a slow slow acknowledgement in some way at some point there's been a couple of things that indicate that there's a slight softening and then uh absolutely not bossing say is walled the fuck up there's no war. There's no war about Sing Say. Why would you even mention it? Uh so So yeah, this is this is a, a like the tagline and, and, and whatnot just makes this all the more rich and hilarious. But don't forget, please, that this is the sequel to the fucking Blitzchunk shit from last year. Uh, more specifically, this is a sequel to a Call of Duty game. That was like explicitly like pro torture and pro extra legal murder of civilians, and which now also whitewashed a fucking American war atrocity and tried to pretend that it was the Russian army that did it. Codblops? Like the, oh uh, yeah. Last year they had a they had a sequence call in the in their their Call of Duty game called the Highway of Death, in which the Russians were bombing all sorts of civilian vehicles and stuff like that. And like, oh man, we got to stop the Russian army from causing the highway of death. Except the highway of death is a real thing that did happen, but it was the other side that did it, not the Russians. Oopsie doodle. It was just a coincidence. Previous bit. It was previous bit. Go back to World War II. Everybody knows what happened a, there. It was just a coincidence, guys. It was just a coincidence. Back to D. That we named it the same Back thing. Back to Normandy. Back to Normandy. We all know D Day. Nothing to figure out there. Get on the U boat. Previous bit. Go, <laughs> go back. Oh man! Wow, dude, it's fucking. It's it's the the wow. way that uh, uh, they have handled it. It's like, yeah, no, this is this is a game series that came up in a series of conflicts that were completely morally inambiguous unambiguous yeah they were not ambiguous at all right like nazi bad shoot nazi bad bang bang yeah easy yeah german wehrmacht they're gonna they're gonna stop they're stomping all over russian homes and And as we get more as we get more contemporary suddenly it gets a little less straightforward because we're not quite finished writing history like they the, they had in in Coblops one they had a Vietnam sequence and fuck do they like dance around that shit? Mm-hmm. They do like a resurrection of like a deer hunter scene, uh, you know the the Russian roulette mm-hmm, shit, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then they have like the the fucking napalm shit. But like the the characters don't even barely fucking acknowledge that they're even in Vietnam. Well, because <laughs> like it's fucking weird. Do, do you, is it is it weird that the more recent wars we go to the harder it is to make video games around them because suddenly justifications get really, really well, that's, thin. That's why they all take place in weird fictional countries that they're, that are functionally identical to real countries, but it's different. It's almost it's like all modern wars are based on a lie, Pat. What are you talking about? Modern wars. 
Uh, back in the old days when you'd be hanging out with Alex and you'd be like, Alex, what's up? And he's like, I want to take over them. And you're like, okay, Alex, let's do it. Previous back bit. in the good old days. At least, at least you could be like, well, I mean, we invaded you because Alex told us to, and uh, he's really ugly, but super cool. You hear about that? Alexander the Great was apparently like one of the most ferociously ugly men in history. No, I didn't. I didn't know That's that. That's why his statues are always so beautiful. <laughs> wow. That's why Diogenes didn't give a fuck. Okay. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't I'm hear about gonna that. I'm just going to be smart and homeless. Get out of my face, Ugo. <laughs> You're standing in my light, bitch. <laughs> yeah. Um. Saw a comic depiction of a moment the other day, where it's like, oh, the uh, a uh, 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 a boy was throwing stones at a bunch of men in the marketplace one day, and everyone kind of knew that. Uh, this this boy was the son of a prostitute in the area. And Diogenes comes up to him and puts his hand on the boy's shoulder and says, but wait, child, you should stop throwing, thro- sto- throwing stones. You might hit your father. Why why Diogenes got a sick burn, that child? <laughs> because that child fucking wait, deserved wait. it. That kid does What the hell? The kid based it himself and <laughs> Diogenes just roasted gotta, the pre-basted child. You got to understand. Oh, that's terrible. That's terrible. Why would you do that, Diogenes? Bio- that's so horrible. Bathtub bathtub life is too real, man. That's like the that's the climax of like the fucking university arc in Monster. <laughs> Do you remember that? Uh, the, the like the middle where he sends the kid down the street to the docks. Right, right, right. Like, like just, dude. <laughs> Bathtub life is too real, you know. Um. Anyway, so so, yeah, that's a fucking weird ass, embarrassing one, and it's almost like annualizing a, a giant franchise where you have to pick conflicts is going to be a harder and harder thing because the conflicts you're going to pick are going to increasingly become more and more bullshit. Like, you remember when Battlefield just said, fuck it, and started making completely made-up wars and then was like, um, World War One was bad, right? Guys? Ah? Ah? Remember the fight when... Remember the, the U.S. invasion of Aristotska? <laughs> just just what are we gonna do here yeah yeah i mean look it's it's either it's ace combat is the most real depiction of war in video games it's either that or like you know call of duty remember the abu Ghraib, where you're you're fighting for the noble cause you know the battle of guantanamo you mean when when the Marines went and saved all those people from Guantanamo? And they, they saved them. They saved them. You know the, the thanks Call of Duty. The game is actually rather inexpensive by comparison, budget wise, because all the enemy soldiers have uh, a pretty similar look: naked bodies with a bag on the face. You only got to make one of those.
I got no follow-up to that shit. I do. Next bit. Next. Wait, you do? Next bit. Remember Two Days in Fallujah? Remember that game? Remember how that never yeah. fucking came out? I do remember that. Yeah, and they're like, yo, new game coming out. Check it out. Two days or 48 hours in Fallujah or whatever the fuck it was oh, called. Was it seven days? Whatever. Seven days, I whatever. that that got announced within like a week of that battle. And everyone that fought in it was like, what the hell? At, yeah, so they I'm announced the game. Rehab. They announced the game. <laughs> Seven days in Fallujah, and then my fucking cousin, who was in Fallujah, is like, what the fuck are you doing? And then the game didn't come out. Yeah. Because <laughs> it was like... Next bit. Next bit? Okay. I don't think there's anything more cowardly than making a war game and having the balls to stand in front of somebody and go, oh, it's not it's asking questions, man. <laughs> no, wait. I can think of something more cowardly. Making a game that asks what if black people were robots and then going, hey. asking questions, man. Hey. You know, that actually... I got in. Um, there, was a, there was a donation that came in the other day where someone asked if you had to break David Cage characters into classes of a david cage mmo what would they yeah. be and i'm like that's way too good of a question to not to use right here where i'm on the spot and i yeah. can't think of it that's definitely more podcasts so we're getting into the questions now but right off the bat my first class is marcus oh yeah marcus is a job class in da- in caged in, in cage world mmo mm-hmm. fat evil is absolutely a class it's the rogue, yeah. It sneaks up behind you with its fat evil. Um, the noble homeless. Noble hobo. <laughs> no-, no, no, yeah, that's right. Noble hob- hobo. Noble hobo is definitely a class. Um, yeah, noble hobo, mm-hmm, yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it, it, it also comes with an um, innocent child secondary you know so there's there's definitely that um fake child noble hobo uh mm-hmm. shower girl in her big apartment oh see i thought i thought what you were going to say was um the uh, unfortunately um if you pick a guy in the david cage rpg you can choose from a bunch of classes but if you pick a female character you can only play as the rape magnet class well there is that but no there's two there's that class. There's, there's that? Okay. There's that class, and there's, I'm standing at your child's grave, but I want you to put a baby in me. Okay. Class. I am, I am here to breed your next generation. You know what? You know what's a fun thing about doing a live podcast? Mm-hmm. I prepped my brain for that statement, and then as I said it, my stomach dropped through my ass. That's correct. <laughs> Like just, uh, yeah, I'm yeah, I'm gonna do it. I think this is a this is a, a poignant bit. Mm. Mm. Did it? I guess it is Sucks. the same class. That's true. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. You unlock the baby crazy uh, modifier at level twenty. There, yeah, sure, sure. 
Fat Don't Evil. Don't forget Lost Hollywood Actor. Fat Evil, Noble Hobo, Marcus. Mm-hmm. Just Marcus. Just Marcus. And um, he's got an AOE called uh, Hang It Up that just plays the music when you're standing around him. And it forces all conflicts to be resolved with a basketball game. Mm-hmm. Um, he can only speak in dialogue clips from civil rights leaders. It's the only way to talk. Oh, somebody in the chat said White Savior. That's good. White Savior is pretty good. White Savior That's is pretty good. Though. That's a subclass. You yeah. pick that as as your subclass. Um um so definitely like yeah, you could have ma- like amnesiac main guy. You can go if you can yeah. branch off into White Savior. Um I definitely <laughs> think there should be a class for um depressed actor. Depressed Oh yeah. Depressed oh, mocap actor. Good. Oh. Depressed mocap actor is a cl- is absolutely a class. With the with the the face dots and everything. Mm-hmm. That's good. I like that. All right. So what we've discovered uh, in this in this discussion, there's a lot of hack shit out there, and this is a nice follow up to last week when me and you were laughing ourselves stupid over at the Animal Farm. There's a lot of hack shit out there. There are hack books. There are hack movies. There's hack music. I can't think of a genre, sorry, of a medium that can go as maximum hack garbage shit as video games. Like, just the the most embarrassing shit. Uh, there's a lot of bad movies out there. I know there's a lot of bad movies, you're right. Um, movies are the, are the ones that are... N- uh, okay, no, hold on, hold on, I can fight that. I can fight that. Yeah? Yeah. Um, magazines. Oh, magazines. Magazines are 97% hack. Oh, you're right. You're right. Magazines are the worst. As a medium, there's nothing there. The, yeah. What was right. there is now dead. Thank you, Orphan. Podcasts can be pretty hacky. That's pretty good. There used to be good magazines. But I th- oh my god! I thought you I thought you were gonna fucking say there used to be good podcasts. <laughs> no, no, no. There, there used to be good magazines. Once upon a time, there were things like Edge and Electronic Gaming Monthly. EGM was pretty great. Um, I like EGM. You know. Retro Gamer Collection. But, but, nowadays, tabloids rule, and, um, you know, the medium is pretty much completely given way to, um, basically, uh, 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 what was it, uh, uh, <laughs> fuck Meghan Merkel, everybody loves Middleton, type, you know, shit. Okay. Do you know what I'm talking about? All that stuff where it's like, oh, this princess is the worst when she does it, but this other one is the best. And we talked about it a couple weeks ago, where basically both royal family 
uh, uh, wives do the exact same shit, but in one case, the tabloids are like, how fucking dare she, the audacity? And in the other case, it was like, uh, 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 yeah. I'm going to ask for the sake of the podcast listeners that you do not get me riled up talking about the royal family. Okay. Because I'm, I'm percolating. Well, it doesn't matter where that conversation goes. There's only one place that it ends. And that's yeah, I can... going out for pizza. <laughs> oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. The unusual right. <laughs> event of going out for pizza. <laughs> so the conversation yeah. only has one direction to go no matter what happens. You're right, yeah. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. It's fine. Uh, let's take some letters. Hey, if you want to send in a letter, send it to castlesuperbeastmail at gmail.com. That's castlesuperbeastmail at gmail.com. If you have a decent question, Willie might pick it out. Or, you know, comment. We do comments, too, sometimes. You got an email? Buckingham. More like... I... Nope. It's not even going to touch it. Not even going to touch it. I'm not a big fan of the British royal family. Hmm. Some people may know this already. Well, I was pretty indifferent either way. I found it to be a hilarious, antiquated tradition. But at the end of the day, they are our royal family after all. As subjects of the crown. Um, but I can say that I did not expect the third act plot twist that is protecting child abusers and pedophiles. I didn't expect the final twist to kind of swing that way. Didn't see it coming. You should have. Because that's a fun little little extra to put on the stat sheet. Mm. Are you sweating? <laughs> a little! A little! Oh, that's unfortunate. I have a condition. I can't... Visibly, I visibly can, red. I can't sweat. I have a condition that stops me from sweating, you Wait, see. Really? Yeah. Uh-huh. Ever since uh, the Falkland Wars... I've I haven't sweat. That is the shittiest. That is the actual like lamest like carry. What the hell? So <laughs> that couldn't be me. Not a single drop of perspiration. I regret. I regret that our discussion of the royal family involves touching on some subjects that are um, unbecoming. We got one coming in from... uh, Falco. Falco says... 
recently I've been catching up on the podcasts and uh, I had to inform you guys of a forbidden fact. It's about American cheese. It was actually invented by a Canadian and it was named as such in an attempt to sell it to America. Great hustle overall. In the same vein, uh, there's a discussion about Trails of Cold Steel 3 uh, that that where they said it was a good starting point f- from the for the series uh, from publisher Nis America. Uh, this was done because prior to the third release, they stole the rights to publish Falcon's game in the West from Xseed, which caused a lot of issues relating to microtransactions and the disaster that was East Eight. So the prior games in the Trails series still published by Xseed. Uh, so this was basically them trying to get people to buy their product instead of going to get the better experience that gives money to a competitor. I'll be honest, I barely heard that. I'm trapped in my own mindscape. Is that mindscape called Little St. James? No. I was just thinking about, you know, for all... hey. You know what? It's fun to make fun of Americans, mainly because it's easy. But <laughs> but the Revolutionary War was lit, guys. Good job. Hey, man. Some... Wh- <sighs> I can't even look at your camera feed right now. I have moved the camera feed off my screen because I can't deal with your fucking smug ass shit. <laughs> For the first time ever in 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 our lives at the very least, a couple people in the royal family are like, "Hey, you know what would be fucking sick? Let's stop being members of the royal family." And everyone's like, "Word?" And they're like, "Yeah." We're out. And then they're like, wait, this sucks. And I'm like, good. What are you talking about? They're like, no, we're going to do charity shit. But let's distance ourselves from the Buckingham. You know. No, they were complaining about some shit. Okay, well. A little while ago. I still... I, I'm reading between the lines of them trying to get themselves away from um, some unbecoming behavior. You know. All right. Well, anyway. Well, anyway. American cheese was made by a Canadian. A lot of American things are made by Canadians. Like basketball and Jim Carrey. Never forget... We cut the hole in the bottom of that peach basket. It was a moment of our heritage. Yeah. The medium is the message. <laughs> Jay says, dear catchphrases and mental illness. Bam. Oh, come on. I was a massive Pokemon mark for most of my life. It's a dead horse now, but I ducked out of Sword and Shield for obvious reasons, and I get pretty bummed when I think uh-huh. about it. What are franchises that are technically still alive and well, but are dead to you? I'm sure there's Silent Hill Pachinko machines still coming out. Nothing will top Shining Force. 
Shining Force has been dead for 20 times longer than it's been alive. I come from the net. Fuck. Alright. Wait, how is it technically still alive? I'm sorry, did you miss the Guardian Code? Oh, I did. I, that, that got bleached out of my brain. Thanks for... Uh. We're done here. Reboot. We're done. All right. Uh, correction. Hey, Wooly. Uh, Pat's wrong about the SMT HD Maniacs <laughs> DLC. Wanted to drop a quick yeah. line because uh, the the Dante DLC being ridiculous, including the Maniacs edition stuff, etc., is wrong on multiple levels, and it makes me sad when I see it online. Keep in mind, there were three versions of Nocturne. Maniacs Edition was the second, not final edition. Nocturne was 2K3, then Maniacs 2K4, Chronicles was 2K8. The difference between Maniacs and Chronicles was replacing Dante with Raido. And uh, all, all other Maniacs Edition content is in the HD remaster since it's based on Chronicles. So... Okay. Uh, Dante's DLC appears to exclusively be for putting Dante back in the game and paying Capcom. Um, I think, yeah, Wooly's guess was right on the money. Seems obvious that so if it wasn't... ten bucks for just Dante? Capcom wants its money. That's ridiculous. Seems really obvious that if it weren't for this DLC, Dante wouldn't be in the game. So, there we go. That's absolutely absurd. Um... And then, fun fact, but spoilers in the fun fact. So, thanks, Frank. I won't really tell people about the spoilers. Uh, Joe says, in the time that Game of Thrones' last book came out, we've had the following things. Oh, these are always fun. This is the sequel to Duke Nukem Forever. So, we used to talk about Duke Nukem Forever, all the things that have started and ended, and then it went from... Hollywood pop things into the wars. Yeah. Since the last Game of Thrones book, we've had seven seasons of the show plus the extra year they spent working on season eight. The entirety of Dark Souls and all of its imitators. Got it. Captain America, the first Avenger, and 18 MCU movies. Got it. Eight other books by Grimm. The (laughs) entire... I didn't know that. The, the entire book series, The Expanse, publishing its ninth book and fifth season sometimes next year. Literally one billion people were born. Cool. The last Game of Thrones book also predates Skyrim, Drive, Prometheus, all of John Wick, Saints Row the Third, Hotline Miami, every supergiant game, Faster Than Light, <clears throat> the term Walking Simulator, the third Ass Creed, and Far Cry games. They call him the mountain that never writes. Cheers from Joe. (sighs) Just write the book, you old man. And last but not least, before we get out of here, dear Wooly, Pat and Pat's petting zoo. Um, Yeah, it's kind of getting to zoo like out here. 
In Podcast 81, Wooly posed a question about whether people playing MMOs ever miss being a random guy in a big world. Um, this question comes from Pat from Poland, actually. Uh, big character, uh, random guy in a big world. If their character is now written as a powerful big dick superhero. I thought I'd chime in since World of Warcraft, which you've talked about, has exactly that problem. At least according to a large part of its player base. When Pat mentioned WoW, it seemed that he talked about the context of old expansions where indeed you were a random adventurer whose job was to establish their identity gradually and have more of an impact on the world through your heroic deeds i ta- I, I stopped playing halfway through uh lich king the newer expansions so that would explain that however your character's been through so much already that they're one of the major movers and shakers of the wow universe a lot of older players really miss the feeling of awe they got from exploring the world for the first time as a grunt with no backstory it had a charm to you it. You can't do that. You can't pick. You can't change that. If your if your story's going to have you being a, a dude, you have to stay a dude. If your story's going to portray your character as a guy, then your character has to stay a guy. They can't just go back to being a dude. Too late. Um, that's stupid it had a certain charm to it you don't feel like the path forward was set in stone and that you were part of some silly prophecy or overused plot armor that said the reason why the random scrub approach has worked is probably due to the story not being the main focus of the game back then over time the above mentioned sense of freedom was traded for a more linear but also significantly quality significantly higher writing quality did did I say the most confusing thing in the world? <laughs> I get what you're Did trying to say, say. I get the yeah. You're saying you don't change okay, horses me, midstream. What? A, okay, let me let me try that again. Dude, in my head, is a generic nobody. A dude is just some random person. A guy is a person of note. So what I actually meant to say is, if you're going to start off as a generic nobody who is not a mover and shaker and is just a random person, like it used to be in almost all old MMOs, it then becomes bizarre for that person to become one of the larger movers and shakers and a uh, personified or important person. Meanwhile, if your character starts off as a definitive or important person in a story, it then becomes super bizarre for to downgrade them into a nobody or an unknown. Yeah, dudes can't just become guys. Yeah. Yeah. Totes. So, it's one person points out, and this is the crux of it, all guys were dudes at one point, and no, that is not true. Like, I'll take FF14, for example... You are a dude in 14 for approximately one hour before you become the guy. Uh, In this context, how do you feel about the modern open world games like Tsushima or Horizon? Um, Do they ever give you that, oh, wow, this is a living, breathing world and I get to do what I want thing? Or is it mostly a linear game with tons of fluff, albeit beautiful fluff? I have never played one of those open world games and thought it was like a living world ever. 
Um, yeah, I, I, well, you play too many and you can definitely see the seams, unfortunately. Uh, that magic was lost a long time ago. Um, I think I felt that during Oblivion for maybe two hours. So, <laughs> for me, I think... Because, because people were, like, going yeah. about their business kind of thing? No, um, I think, I want to say, like, testing Just Cause on the fucking, uh, 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 Xbox was, was, like, one of these early ass like giant map none of it's real you see how the sausage is none made immediately you know uh but to 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 answer the question though um yeah uh, personally i just don't like what i see too much of so too much of the big strong hero- heroic uh, you know chosen one means i want more boring regular people participating in a world that other people are a part of um but i know that that's not everybody and i know that that doesn't sell copies because what sells games is a power fantasy and the fastest way to 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 reach that power fantasy without too many contrivances is for you to be really special and really strong compared to everyone else in the setting now there are a couple games that there's a there's genres of games that don't do this right so like Everything east of France <laughs> doesn't do this. Okay. Like all the RPGs mm-hmm. from Germany mm-hmm. eastward mm-hmm. have you be some fucking bro. But by the end of the story, are you not the bro who did it? You're usually a you, you happened to be the bro. Yeah. Yeah. And that's less than and that's you were fine. The chosen bro. Exactly. That's fine because you just happened. You you fell into that role totally. Um, you were capable, maybe. Although, you know? what about Geralt? That's true. <laughs> Geralt is the Uber bro, but he's Geralt he's is totally the, the guy. He's the ultimate guy. In Geralt's fiction, he might as well be Superman. Like, so that's the least nobody like, ever. He is one of the most famous nobodies around, if that makes any sense. Like, even in the Witcher uh, book series, like, he's, he's, he's you know, uh, you know, bumping elbows with royalty and all that shit. Yeah. And people are like, oh, is that Geralt guy? But no, I, I think that if, my wife uh, if there were more games, if there were more games where people were, like, not special, <laughs> then people would just get bored and not buy them. Yeah. Geralt is explicitly super special, but the way they get around it is that everyone is racism to him. And that sucks. It's sad. How about when um, some random dude like becomes the guy that happened to make it and then in the sequel it turns out that that guy was more than just the dude. He was actually a fucking super super duper dude. That's the worst. I kind of feel like, as an outsider, that's what Resident Evil is. Oh. I feel like Resident Evil is a story of some randos stuck in a setting, and as the sequels come out, they become superheroes. So, that's only because you didn't read the manual for Resident Evil 1. In Resident Evil 1... 
they describe the military background of Chris and Jill and Barry and all that. And it is, it is that, okay, Wooly, Resident Evil characters' capability background is the job experience equivalent of Siegfried's weight in Soul Calibur. In that it is nonsensical and makes no sense. They were super soldiers from the jump. Fucking Chris Redfield was a goddamn, like, fighter pilot at the age of, like, 15. Interesting. And yeah, and yeah, fucking Leon is a rookie cop. That's fine. But it starts with Chris as player one. Chris is is the most ridiculous character ever. He started as like a G.I. Joe. Okay. Interesting. I had no That's idea. That's why in RE1, they're all wearing like military fatigue. Yeah, but I just assumed they were just part of that squad. You know, they're part of STARS, whatever. Like, it's a unit. Yeah. You know what STARS is, Wooly? Special. STARS is a fucking paramilitary super SWAT for terrorist attacks on a city of 100,000 people in the middle of the American Midwest. Okay, 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 but... but It's the, it's the equivalent of the fucking gang of Predator fucking here to protect boys Idaho from international incidents. Dingo is a member of uh, fucking Six, right? And... What? In Rainbow Six? Okay. Your main guy... Who's Dingo? Your main guy? Your main character? He's... Sure. and, And, like, he's part of an elite team, but, like, he's kind of just... A uh, a uh, a uh, uh, guy, he's he's you know what I mean. Like he doesn't go on to, but it's a Tom Clancy. But like I I interpreted it as a similar situation where it's like there's they're a special team, but these are not fucking boulder punching superheroes. You know, uh, Wooly in in Resident Evil One, Rebecca Chambers is twenty and she has like a medical PhD. Wow. Okay. Okay. Like, that series started with Freakazoid G.I. Joe superheroes. Fair enough. Fair enough. Like, RE2 toned it way down. Oh, she's 18. Sorry, she's 18. She has a PhD okay. in medicine. Um, people are confused. I'm talking about Dingo Chavez, the uh, Domingo Chavez, the, the main character of the... Is ra- that from Vegas? For, it's from the book. Okay. From the book Rainbow oh, Six. There's books? <laughs> there's books? Yes. About Tom Clancy games? I'm, I'm talking about the main character of the book Rainbow Six. What? Domingo Chavez. All right. AKA Dingo. Or is it Ding? Ding. Excuse me. I'm sorry. I, I got to say that I want to give a fucking golf clap to Ubisoft for successfully getting me to ask that question legitimately. Like, when you said the book Rainbow Six, I did get confused for a second. Fucking good job, Ubisoft. Good job. You have successfully stolen Tom Clancy's life from him. Basically. And you've replaced it with Hawks. (laughs) It's always the same one. We always think of Hawks. It's so bad. Goodbye, everybody.
Let's go, b r e